1: The team behind the excellent hardcore Game of Thrones, Alex Berg, Jason Green, Mike Hughes, is back for a brand new show on Stitcher Premium. It's called
0: Braids, and it's a psychedelic trip through the latest developments in science blended with lush soundscapes designed to blow your mind.
1: Imagine Radiolab on drugs.
0: Think you understand your consciousness or your universe? Ever wonder about what AI might be capable of in a few years? You don't know the half of
1: it, and neither does anybody else.
0: So, get a set of headphones, a comfortable couch, and get ready to have your reality permanently warped.
1: I'm telling you, I listened to all of Hardcore Game of Thrones. I ate it up. These guys are the best. Listen to a new episode of Braids every Wednesday on Stitcher Premium. For a free month trial,
0: go to stitcherpremium.com forward slash braids and use the offer code BOND.
1: That's stitcherpremium.com slash braids and offer code BOND. Mad and
2: Mad Hand. Bonding Podcast.
1: Bondi. Well, check, check, check. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. check. You guys Checking. sound great. You look great. <laughs> no, we feel
0: great. That's what's most important. That's it. it. health.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All
1: right. You guys ready? Yes. I believe so. This is James Bonding. My name's Matt Gorley.
0: I'm Matt Myra.
1: I still haven't figured out a podcast intro, really, how to roll into that effortlessly. We don't need one,
0: because sometimes the gun barrel sequence is first, sometimes it's last, sometimes it's right right before the opening credits. It's anywhere.
1: Sometimes it's just three blind mice playing for a while before the movie really starts. And today we have with us, I'm very excited about this, Paul Rust is joining us not for just a James Bond episode but for what we'll, I think, call James Bonding, Indiana Jonesing. Hi, Paul. Hi. I
0: love it. It's a great name. I know. It just occurred
3: to me right now. Jonesing is its own uh, verb that is used in the same way bonding is. Didn't
1: you come up with that last season?
0: You know what? Don't remember, but I'll take credit for it. (laughs) Thanks, man.
3: You bet. You bet. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me, and uh, more specifically, Thank you for allowing me to invite myself onto this podcast and accepting my uh, forced invitation.
0: No, Paul, you're always welcome on this show. <laughs> Sometimes we just don't want to bother people. That's true, and that this we was like and respect.
1: getting a call from a girl you wanted to ask at. Basically, you know,
0: well, I
3: yeah, I uh, emailed you guys, just being like, I'm a big fan of the show. <laughs> oh, I please, wait, Paul's into it? us.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, but yes, now I recall, you did point
0: out the Indiana Jones zine. It's listen, we are we just find that both franchises have so many similarities it's and, true. and and they're both just just a hoot.
1: Intentionally so, and it turns out that you're a huge Indiana Jones fan, so this seemed yes. like the natural fit, which brings us here to tonight.
3: Yeah, what, what did you guys feel was the uh, the genesis of uh, these two being brought together? Just uh, conversations would <sighs> yeah.
0: inadvertently dovetail into... You find yeah. that... Uh, they- did I just pour tea out? No, it just sounded like I did. <laughs> that was crazy. I thought I was literally pouring tea out. And I, and I looked at the tea level and I was like, there's no way I could I have done I had a this. guest over
3: at my house today and I got so excited. Uh, I dumped coffee onto my couch and it reminded me of a, uh, uh, like two years living in LA, a guy who I went to college with moved out to Los Angeles and he became my roommate. And, uh, Uh, my wife always like laughs at the story that on our first night that we were like roommates I was so excited he was in LA and I had a buddy (laughs) and I was asking him like well what do you want to do do you want to go to Six Flags or Disneyland (laughs)
2: and
3: as I was pouring his coke into a glass I went "Do you like uh uh," uh, I was like uh, uh, (laughs) I was like do you like Six Flags? <laughs> and as I was saying that, I was pouring Coke and it was dumping out of the glass. And I just imagined that my roommate was like, oh boy, what, what have I, I done? What
1: have this? I done? Do you done?
0: like Six Flags? <laughs> I
1: just signed a year lease and this guy's dribbling Dumping
0: coke. Coca-Cola everywhere. <laughs> I gotta know. Days. Did you guys make it to Six Flags? We did it. Did you oh. make it to six months?
1: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's funny the uh, the beauty of of these both of these franchises is I think that it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a strong lead surrounded by henchmen mm-hmm. clear villains mm-hmm.
1: and a femme fatale. That's true.
0: That's true. And if you boil
1: it down. The even in the production process there are many overlaps. The casting and also intentions of steven spielberg who wanted to do a james bond movie and went to cubby broccoli apparently twice once after close encounters mm-hmm. and then i think after no maybe it was after jaws i can't remember but broccoli basically said like you're not good enough wow i know isn't that crazy
3: well he was right
0: <laughs> that's true right. what did that guy ever do after I Close know encounters?
1: <laughs> but it does make me think when we were talking about future bond directors yeah i'd still love to see spielberg take a crack
0: yeah but don't you that. feel like he's past it no
1: Wow. Oh, you mean you mean oh, you mean I him, think him himself personally? Oh,
0: maybe. Oh, that's
3: interesting. I wonder if Steven Spielberg got the call. If he could resist.
2: I th-
1: say, yeah i think know, he'd like be the, like yeah that girl that the one that got away i still kinda, uh,
0: <laughs> be like when paul emailed us to do this podcast <laughs> yeah. like oh yeah oh yeah. well
3: but it does seem that they uh historically they have a very because you guys were talking uh, uh what was it last week in the previous paul mm-hmm. episode that's right yeah uh,
1: oh we really got to follow up with paul f tomkins
0: to yeah.
3: paul to paul <laughs> We should Paul Williams yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. Paul from the Wonder Years. Who else do we know? Who yeah. else do
1: we know Paul
0: Wise? Cuz if we put Paul F in a sheer uh, done. We've
1: already had No, him. no.
0: We can have Paul back just okay. for the month of Paul. Right. It'd be four weeks of Paul. That's Paul, right. Paul Tember. <laughs> yeah. Paul Tober, what is been better? sounds like no but Paul Ember. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Guys. Paul Vember. Paul Vember. Yeah. That's
1: perfect,
3: but yeah, that uh, um, with Christopher Nolan, it, it does seem like they don't want to sort of. And I know a, a Tarantino wanted to do a James yeah, Bond movie, right. but they're they're they are they they do not want to hand over the full, the keys over to yeah. one person.
1: Doesn't so. Spielberg seem like the the one auteur that would be safe to do that with because he's kind of proven with Indiana Jones that that's where his uh, interests lie is that kind of thing. Because what's the story that after. Star Wars was done shooting and uh, Spielberg had finished Close Encounters had a hit they went to Hawaii before Star Wars opened Mm -hmm. Lucas was sure that Star Wars was gonna bomb and Spielberg said I want to do a Bond movie and Lucas apparently said fuck that let's do I got something better than a Bond movie
3: yeah I I see your bond and I
1: yeah
0: (laughs) I (laughs) I raise you archaeology You're not really selling but, me, George. <laughs> no, listen, hear me, oh, hear me out. Me out. Wait, Instead no, of, can... a, of a
1: secret agent, he's a professor of archaeology.
0: Oh boy. Uh, I, I would love to
3: actually see like a a play about like the three different times uh, Spielberg and Lucas met on that Hawaii beach yeah. to like, you know. So yeah. at first it's like 77.
1: Oh, it's yeah. like same time next yeah, year, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. What
3: were the two <laughs> movies that they traded profit points on? It was a uh, Close Encounters and Star Wars.
0: i mean come uh, on yeah come on i also do
3: i guess i i buy that uh george lucas didn't believe that star wars was gonna be it like do you think that was partly like a humble brag and he's like oh steve we gotta get out of the country (laughs) i don't
0: know about (laughs) this and
1: your treat because i've had a real rough time and this thing's gonna tank i think you know star wars is such a big swing
0: You know, there had been nothing quite like it at that point. But have you also
1: seen those documentaries where the crew in England was giving him hell and the studio, no one was behind him except for basically who, like, was it Alan Ladd or who? I forget who. Yeah. 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 So I could see where he was like, for sure, this is, I'm done.
3: Yeah. And so he, uh... yeah, it's amazing that he would, uh, these two... Buddies like came together uh, on a beach. We need,
0: <laughs> we need a we need a good third act for that play. Like we yeah. need them to like. Right. We need them to like. Well, maybe it's knock a, Indy like five of out a, of the park. A
3: Steve Jobs. Sort yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Like the three different. We got to send him to Hawaii moments. again. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know. I saw Spielberg. Was I tell Was I did Whoa, I tell really? it on this podcast? He was at SNL. Couple the night Kumail hosted. Wow. I was like. I was seated very close to Kathleen Kennedy. I was like, first mm-hmm. of all, I'm like, what the hell is Kathleen Kennedy doing here? Yes. And then I look down and I see Spielberg with an ascot standing next to Lorne. And then I see the move of Spielberg turning, seeing Kathleen Kennedy, and going, "Hi!" Oh my god, Kathleen. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, he had an ascot on. He had an ascot on, and I was like, wow. "Okay, you can do that." Uh, yeah, that's
3: mm-hmm. amazing. I mean, I'm. Uh... I love Steven Spielberg. I've uh you know, ever since I was a boy. But yeah. also, like when you're in college and you're in, you know, some film class, and you find yourself like knee jerk defending him to your snobby film yeah. teacher totally. who's like dismissing him when they're like, um, "Oh, he's a uh, manipulative. He's a manipulative fi- filmmaker." And you're like, "That's
0: what m- making movies is. Right. It's just a series of manipulations. That if this guy's great at it, like, so be it. That's you know? a really good. We, point. Uh, yeah. in my early 20s might have been late teens i uh you know as jaws is my favorite movie of all time Mm. and i was uh, we're obsessed with me and my buddy john super obsessed with it. we were down on cape cod and we were in a restaurant and we saw a man that we still think to this day was steven spielberg at the restaurant like picking up takeout food because you know it's over near hyannis you know there's a lot of giant houses there the kennedy's are there maybe he's hanging out with somebody and we see him and hear him and it's like oh fuck i think that is steven spielberg and he goes out to the thing to the parking lot and we look and we get he gets in a very nice audi okay and he pulls out drives away and we're like oh my god i think that was steven spielberg and we look in the parking spot and there's like condensation water from the air conditioning and we're we're just like I don't know what to do We just grabbed The <laughs> condensation water Like far. baptized ourselves In Steven Spielberg's Air <laughs> oh conditioning condensation Oh my god I would
1: Yeah I that's... thought you saying That the, you know Look on the ground And he had some kind of residue Like Steven Spielberg Leaves a slime <laughs> yeah. trail Or something like that
0: He just An Oscar <laughs> fellow <out. laughs>
1: Everywhere he goes Yeah
3: I've never uh, Laid my own eyes On Steven Spielberg But I it would be either. A wondrous thing
0: if It I is I truly a sight To behold
1: We both went to Cal State Long Beach And I think he didn't maybe didn't finish but they gave him an honorary degree at some point maybe when i was there i don't know
3: of course they should why not yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. they should like uh, bring him back yeah uh, yeah name a wing after him.
1: they probably have
3: at this point yeah they gotta do did you watch the uh uh documentary the hbo i haven't i
1: have it ready to go yeah I've Did watched you? it a
3: couple times now. I didn't even. What
1: is it? Oh, the HBO documentary. Is an HBO
0: documentary on Spielberg?
3: Yeah.
1: <gasps> You've watched it, it a couple it, times. It,
3: yeah. Wow. It's called Spielberg, and it's like a two and a half documentary. Mm-hmm. Guys, there's no talk of the terminal. I'm in. So just, I heard.
2: Uh, <laughs> heard. <laughs> that's so funny. Just,
3: that's one of the things your, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I love the terminal. I've never. I seen genuinely love that movie. Uh, so I was. I wouldn't say disappointed. That what is the that. late period movie they hit on the most? Catch
0: uh-huh. me if you can, or
3: that's in there. Is there Munich
1: and, uh, in there?
0: I love Munich. Munich gets, sure. uh,
3: gets a good uh, spotlight on it. And, uh, um, I just watched Minority Report last mm. week, and that gets a that gets a fair amount of attention. Sure. Sure. Did you guys
1: see the trailer for The Post? I, I did. That I, I saw hits that. All my sweet spots. Yeah,
3: I haven't watched it. I have a weird. Um, my friend didn't watch the trailer for Kill Bill Volume One. And he was like, when I went on opening day on Friday and I saw Kill Bill and the moment where Uma Thurman kicks Vivica A. Fox in the face and I made a kung fu sound, he was like, I wasn't prepared for it because I hadn't seen any of the... And from that point forward, I was like, I'm not going to watch trailers of filmmakers whose movies I'm that's really excited probably, that's about. That's very smart. That's so smart. I haven't watched it because that's I want to be. I want to go smart. in smart.
1: Did hmm. you do that with Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> yeah. You didn't watch your own trailer. I,
3: no, I did watch that. Okay. Yes, I, I don't know uh, how I, I would resist. I couldn't resist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I freeze frame my own face. <laughs> hey, the look! Picture. There's me. <laughs> the post is. It's that Nixon era politics, which I am so fascinated by. The look of like Washington in the 70s, plus what a journalism, timely film. Oh my God. I can't yes, wait for it. Yeah. And Spielberg and Meryl, Street, Meryl Streep Tom and Hanks. Tom Hanks, Bob Odenkirk. Come oh, on. boy. Forget it. Forget yeah, it.
3: That's, uh, that's great. And, uh, yeah what uh, well here I am uh breaking my own rules, but is it like all the president's
1: menzies it's or? got that feel yeah menzies menzies yeah. all the president's <laughs> menzies
0: it's, it, I, think, I, think, I think it'll get you like more like riled up for journalism than that,
1: even which oh, wow. is that yeah. even possible i I, I watch that movie like, like once a year i love I really love that movie too so much oh. How does Spotlight hang? I love Spotlight.
3: Well, and yeah. I just, when I, when I said uh, Shine to Spotlight uh, wow. earlier, when I said
0: that, I was like, am I
3: confusing things by <laughs> the,
0: the Spotlight talk of it all? Uh, what is the, you know, the other, there's movies that I wish I could have, could go back in time and not have seen a trailer for. Mm-hmm. And the movie that is most in that realm for me is Terminator 2. Because if you had not seen a trailer for Terminator 2, you would not know that Schwarzenegger was not there to kill John Connor. Right, or that he was a a good guy.
1: Or what's a metal man, even. You'd have
3: this whole... Other experience, yeah, would a screamed during the movie. What's a metal man? <laughs> hey,
1: hey, what's a metal man? What are guys, why aren't we why is freaking it, out, everybody? Why is Let's get out of here. There's just, gonna be metal men, they got one in this movie, he must be real.
0: Uh, two, two weeks ago was the last performance of T2 3D at uh, Universal oh, Orlando. I missed it gonna... I,
3: today, this very day.
0: No exaggeration, just for
3: podcast entertainment, guys. I was watching an interview with James Cameron that was like a weird. Somebody was reading him questions from like that people were sending in uh-huh. online so it was like that weird delay of like we're going to read you a question and he's hearing it and then answering it but it was in uh, to promote T2 3D. Oh wow. And uh it reminded me of just like oh James Cameron is awesome obviously. Yes. But unlike Spielberg, I have zero emotional connection uh, to yeah. any of his characters like whatsoever. I, I feel I, the I'm, same way. We, and you guys talk about True Lies yeah. a lot on the James yeah. Bonding podcast, and I think it's like a great Bond movie in its own right. But I don't,
1: um, oh boy, doesn't I'm dipping dip no, my toe
3: I'm into the you. pool of controversy. No, it <laughs> doesn't, Aliens is maybe the only it's okay.
1: one that's ever... Pulled me in, character-wise. Other than comedically, I've like yeah. you liked comedic characters of his. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's that's
0: interesting. T2 though. That was my first rated R movie in the theater. It was 1991. Wow. I was yes. a total of seven years old. Oh boy! And uh, when that when that when Gosh, that endoskeleton it. crushes that skull, it's the biggest jump scare I've ever had in a movie to this date. Wow! Yes. And uh, yeah. God, I love who that took movie. you. What was the, uh, uh, the my friend, uh, my best friend growing up, Heath. Uh, his mother took us, and unbeknownst, like she, just, no, uh, like we had this yeah. whole. The first radar movie I ever saw was at Heath's house. It was called Total. It was called Total Recall. It was a movie called Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Total Recall, and I remember it very vividly. I think it was six when I was when we were watching Total Recall. His father was like, "Well, I don't know if we can show it to Matt. I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to call his mother." And I just hear Mister Waterman on the phone just going. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not bad, bad. Like, There's some, you know, there's some violence.
1: Are there any breasts in it? <laughs> How many?
0: <laughs>
1: Specifically.
0: At a minimum, three. But just like okay, hearing, hearing him scam uh, my mother into letting me watch Total Recall <laughs> was a delight. And uh, it, it's fantastic. I, uh, my friend,
3: a uh, uh, longtime friend and collaborator, Neil Campbell, His one of his greatest childhood memories is his dad coming, his mom was going to like, out for the night, and his dad watched at the living room to him and his little brother. and Was like, "You guys want to go see T2?" This, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like dad doesn't know it's R rated
0: or whatever, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best feeling in yes. the world. My first
3: uh, R rated movie in the theater was a uh, The Good Son. Oh yes, really? The Macaulay Oh Falcon. my god! Yeah. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Somehow Amanda and I watched that on a romantic vacation day. Oh hi. Like, in the room at one point, we like, let's watch this movie. Were you terrified? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why that came up at that point, but uh, I'm trying to remember. What was he your was first uh, In the idea? theater? I have yeah. no idea, because for some reason, my house was watching R-rated movies from day one. So I've told well, this story many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was four, Jesus
3: Christ. whoa,
1: something like that. Yeah.
3: And now you're just a stone's throw away from. I know, and uh, I I went
1: there for Halloween. Haden
3: Hadenfield. Uh, uh, yeah, Haddonfield, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: How was I? What that movie came out in? What seventy eight or seventy nine? I mean, seventy eight. Yeah. So no, I must have been six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it a scene over there at the Halloween house on Halloween?
1: It is because the oh, best part is. is is all of these like. Michael Myers cosplayers come as a mecca like just a pilgrimage oh and then gosh. they wait their turn so someone will go on the porch by the way it's like a state farm insurance house now it's <laughs> a business uh-huh. and so they have a sign that's like please don't come in please stay off the porch or like <laughs> we're tired <laughs> and so the best part is whoever is up on the porch is really doing their Michael Myers but the the real show is down below where the Michael Myers are waiting to go on because they're out of oh character my. and their posture is kind of slumped. <laughs> or like they don't have the same physique. Or, like, the, one they one was mask holding. like pushed up to yes, their forehead. Yes. Do you think like some it. of
0: them take pride in finding the original Captain Kirk mask and <laughs> cutting I the I eye do. holes themselves? There was one and he,
1: he even had a, a girl as Lori Strode with the ripped sleeve and the blood. Oh, wow. And that actually when I... I'd never seen that before and it did give me quite a a chill but then immediately I pan over to the left and there's just like a four four foot nine Michael Myers like waiting I wish it was Dr. Loomis (laughs) and then there was one who was like trick-or-treating with he was huge but he had a tiny little ballerina daughter with a pumpkin (laughs) thing and oh my god that's that's what I love
3: about a Pasadena like you'll go down a street you'll turn you'll see like Laurie Strode's house yeah and then you turn the corner and it's Wee herman's house and then you'll turn yeah. another corner and it's uh george mcfly's george house, McFly's oh, yeah. house. Yeah. And, father and then you'll turn the, another corner the and it's the theater where the player killed the screenwriter and the player at yeah. yeah i think because whatever it, it seems like it's
0: because it looks like the suburbs yeah or something right like they're Can like, look like any town usa yeah, yeah still yeah. weirds me out that the ferris bueller house is in long beach yeah. i know i've
1: seen it because i used to live in long beach yeah the the Wayne Manor from Sixties Batman is about three blocks from here.
3: I thought about taking the the jaunts. So. My you old manager, anytime you
1: want. I you can only see the brick wall. There's like because uh, it, but the house from Bowfinger and Topper and Clue is all one house, hmm. and that burned down. But you can still see the giant like estate foundation and all of the stairs up to the house. But that there's just no house.
0: My oh, uh, awesome, old dude. manager at the Apple Store at the Grove, Jeff. He grew up in the Batman house. What? That was his house. Here this yeah. one? Kidding. Yes. In wow. the 60s Wayne Manor. In
3: the when was he living there?
0: Was uh, when was he Batman? S- it would have been in the 70s 80s.
1: Oh my god, that so would have been
0: close been enough to, to yeah. uh, Oh my uh, god, what if he yeah. was Batman?
1: Oh. I haven't seen him and Batman in the same place. <laughs> no one has.
0: <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, let's get
1: into this. Yeah, we we've talked too much. I mean, should
0: we <laughs> Should we dive into, should we pretend this is the pilot for Indiana Jones? It's a back, <laughs> yes.
1: we're backdoor piloting Indiana Jones, <laughs> like they just did with Stranger Things. This, uh,
0: yeah, or the uh, the the facts of life, yes, backdoor pilot in, of uh, um,
1: different strokes. Different strokes. Yeah. 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 In which yeah.
0: case, then, Paul, I have to ask you, as we ask every guest here, yes. what? What is your first experience with Indiana Jones That's right? Oh, guys, I've been waiting to be asked this question.
1: Listen to <laughs> and it we, we about get strive to work too.
3: back and forth
1: <laughs> Well we always we never get to say our James Bond one because we did that in the beginning, yeah. but now we haven't done Indiana Jonesing so uh, we all get to say our first experience oh
3: Well, let me just say when you guys were talking in last week's episode about how you first, <laughs> with Skyfall and CityWalk. It truly like warmed my heart. I was like, this is how they met. <laughs> so.
1: Guys, let's promise, if we're not seeing going to Indiana Jones uh, 5 with live. anyone else in 30 years, we that we go wrong. with each other. We, we have wrong. to go. Yeah. Okay. We have to go. will be wrong
0: if we don't. I just right. saw Thor Ragnarok at the same theater, oh. and I went to like an 1110 showing. Oh. And I walked out and it was with Andy who did the music episode with yes. us. And uh, I walked out of there, and I just was. I looked up at the screen, and I just was like, "No, oh. it's not right." No, oh, I just wow. I just oh. kept Isn't it nice that you you two still talk
3: to each other? It could be one of those like heavy hearted things where you you go to a location. and Yeah. Like, no, I went here with my ex. Too many and, memories. You know, long yeah. ago. And, I know. Obama was president. <laughs> oh, what a
0: time! What a time! It was post-racial America. It was pre spectrum Pre-racial. Yeah.
3: Uh. What was, uh, well, oh, we'll double back to the, what was your first Indiana yes. Jones thing? But
0: what was my first James Bond? No, no, no. This is the pilot for, well, you know what? Well, Paul, let's I take feel it like, for
1: granted. No, no, we'll have you on. I'm sorry, I misheard you. I got excited. I'd say let's have you on for a regular James cocoa. Bonding episode later. So we'll save that. So now do, we'll, hang we'll on, all hang do on, our hang indies. I'm hang on. Oh, yes. I'm
0: going to allow, allow Paul right now to pick his movie. Which which James Bond movie that we have not done in oh. this new season? Oh. would you like to do? Yeah,
3: it's oh reserved. That's a good the idea. Room is the is, room spitting for well. you guys. <laughs> um, you know what? I because I as I when I first emailed you guys, being like, can I be you on your podcast? <laughs> I I was like, I think my way into it yeah. is that I I I haven't seen all the James Bond movies. Uh huh. So would you maybe I could be the uh, avatar for the person who. Uh, hasn't watched all the james bond movies and the listener could Uh experience it
0: through me so i would say one that i haven't seen have you seen i'm trying to think of what you what would be what uh, would be great for someone who hasn't seen a james bond movie to be like what the fuck is happening here Well, i'm trying to think that's always a tough question if you haven't seen Moonraker, that might be the answer yeah
3: well with a lot of these i've just you know um what's amazing about uh the network stars <laughs> is they're constantly showing James Bond movies, so you can just like click on them, sure, and just like watch twenty minutes, yeah. you know, and check out. out, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen Moonraker from beginning to end, okay? So let's that, do
0: it. That one's if, a real. That's all right with oh, you? Hell guys. yeah! Okay. Hell yeah! Great. That's it. That's great. Moonraker. Okay. So then we'll hear about your. Wait, wait, wait! I had another idea. Oh, jeez. Oh boy! It's <laughs> yeah.
1: a real writer's room. Which.
0: Which James Bond movie has the most people from Indiana Jones in it? Oh,
1: Ooh, yes. that's a good question. Okay. So we got,
3: well, the, the fellow from a, Crusade who's in a uh, octopus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He,
1: yeah. Wait, which guy? Now uh, he, the guy from Free Your Eyes Only, Donovan, or is there another one from no, Donovan?
3: Donovan's correct. Um, in octopussy when he comes and the guy who plays on the he plays the little snake he plays the James Bond theme on yeah. the, the snake character B- DJ B- Armitage uh, he's B- the guy who in last crusade shows the tattoo of the cross on his chest no oh, oh. boy
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no you know what? it's a moot point because i know the answer forget to this. it forget
0: it all no, it's, <laughs>
1: unfortunately here. it's already been done it's a view to a kill uh, because you've got uh, wuhan from temple of doom yeah. and mm. alison duty from uh last crusade you said allison <laughs>
0: uh so well we have reese davies
1: john reese davies but we've already used him too oh boy all right moonraker it is <laughs> but there are more there's definitely more um isn't uh, the guy who plays the the bad nazi in last crusade in one of the brosnans
0: i'm sorry did you just qualify nazi with the Adjective bad. <laughs>
1: There's p- good people on both sides. Good people on both sides. All right, Matt. Uh,
0: <laughs> Paul
1: looking for a new co-host.
0: <laughs> um,
1: for Matt Gorley?
3: why? Because yeah. well, he doesn't see that life I did is great. Joke twice of the like you expect the one thing over the oh, whatever. Okay. Uh, uh yeah, uh, Martin Donovan. He's the he's a bad guy in For Your Eyes Only, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Can we just say? To be Martin Donovan and be an Empire Strikes Back, I know. Last That's Crusade the trifecta. a James Bond movie. And I'm um, not a Game of Thrones movie. That's fan, right, Game of Thrones. But he's yeah. in Game of Thrones as well, right? Right. Mr yeah. P- Holy crap. P- that guy's done
1: Yeah. yeah. That guy's as far got as Donovan's go. Right. He's the Forrest gump of film. I know. <laughs> There's a few other guys like that. Out <laughs> I like there. that it's a
3: film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's the, the
3: film of uh, film. Well, so is Moonraker. Correct? I think Moonraker's the I answer. Think that sounds good. Because it okay. just—it'd be as nice long as to you're hear someone
1: up for a bonkers slog. Sure. Of, I mean, yeah. It's bad shit It's same. fun, though. I like yeah, it. Bonkers
0: yeah, bonkers slog. Yeah, bonkers That was <laughs> the <LC> original. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are going to hear Paul's uh, first experience with James Bond in the episode of Moonraker that we're going to be doing soon. Yes. But right now on Indiana Jonesing, we'd like to ask Paul, what's your first experience with Indiana Jones? Mm.
3: Mm. Well, it was, you know, you guys, uh, it, it comes up, up often here that... Uh, Uh, A dad Mm -hmm. gets into James Bond, and a dad, a a dad goes, "Hey, I like this." And you're like, "Okay, dad, (laughs) I want (laughs) to like the same things you like."
0: Uh, Dad, you like Six Flags? (laughs) uh, I'm pouring a diet coke all over the place.
3: uh, Uh, my uh, dad was very actively, when I grew up, he was always like, I don't like two two kinds of movies, Kung Fu movies and James Bond movies. (gasps) So I did not have a James Bond dad.
1: I've heard of indifferent dads, but actively abstaining you from James Bond and mm-hmm. I mean that's a call for social services maybe to be <laughs> have you taken away
0: they tried they Mr. Rust them. it is time you face <laughs> the panel here I cannot believe this I know it's, uh, can you even imagine I've never seen if a dad like dad this my dad met wow. your dads.
3: how would they even be able to uh, untie this knot
1: yeah I don't know oh boy Hopefully I'm sorry I'm gonna over.
3: just let people who are listening to this right now like let that register for them <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know you're talking about <laughs> people who's 99.9 percent of the people listening to this have found bond through their dad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it probably is like finding out your dad wasn't your dad. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe in uh, this case. But uh, but on the on the flip side, my first experience was I woke up I think near Christmas, maybe even mm-hmm. Christmas morning or something, and oh, this is my dad and my oldest sister, I have two older sisters, they were having a conversation about Temple of Doom. And my sister, I think, had seen it in the theater and my dad was like, you know how uh, if you run a movie, uh, you're going to watch it the next day, but maybe dad was up yeah. and just put the movie in to watch it to go to sleep <laughs> sure to. It. So they started talking about Temple of Doom and I was like, what is this? This sounds so fascinating. And, uh, and they were... Uh, I've legitimately thought like I've learned the rules of storytelling from. How my parents at the breakfast table talked about the movie they rented the night before but it was probably so pure right? yeah like, they just they're just like breaking it down to like because my dad would fall asleep like halfway through so my mom's like ah, oh and jagged edge uh, <laughs> there's like, no twist yeah the, they kill they accuse that person and you're just like hearing it in like in the morning when you're sort of waking up and you're like uh, coming to and you're like okay i guess that's but i remember hearing Temple of doom and they were both so ecstatic about it. But they this is love. blowing
1: my mind that your entree to Indiana Jones was Temple of Doom. Like you hadn't mm. even gotten Raiders yet, no. which is the amazing one. Yes, I mean, comparatively, of course. I like Temple of Doom, but that, no. that, that's, your, that's your way in. I yeah,
3: love it. Yeah, yeah. And, and in a weird way, I feel like that's right. Like when I was uh, up until I was like, whatever, 11 or 12, I was like, Temple of Doom is the best one, and then you <laughs> rewatch it. You are like, oh, it was made for a ten year old, so that's why I like loved it so yeah. much because it was just. Catering
0: to every sensibility I saw it at 10 And I didn't care for it then
1: Oh really Oh man Yeah This is one that I will go to bat for But expect I get it I expect to not be able to defend Oh it's You know Like I I I
0: mean I'm not gonna be as mean about this As say you are about Pierce Brosnan But
1: (laughs) You're confusing mean with uh, realistic
0: Listen, he is well, he, he is yet to reply to my email asking him to come you on the show. You emailed the, no, the man? no, I didn't. Oh no, my no, like, gosh. I not. couldn't do that. To I it. Will quit I, this it would show. it would I hurt him so breath. much. I, like, I, quit my, this show. I
3: on it, I can feel
0: my heart like palpitating when you bring it up. You know yeah. how they do those I wonder if there's a <laughs> It's like you know how they do those weird retrospectives at Sketchfest. I wonder if there's a way we could get them to somehow book Pierce Brosnan. Don't
1: pull out your phone like you're going to email somebody about it. You make me incredibly nervous. <laughs>
3: Be the best. Or if it was like a "This Is Your Life" thing, where like
0: Matt Gourley's brought onto the stage oh, under God. false pretenses,
3: and then Pierce Brosnan <laughs>
0: walks out, and that would I you I honestly think my dear friend Matt might
1: die if yeah. that
0: happened. Because like if we I'm came not, out on stage oh, and then no, I I am not the type him. that that
1: can take being in any way the cause of someone's like of negative feedback. Well, or we've or,
3: all yeah. felt that bind, which is like. I know the person's biography and personality, and I think they're a good person, but I just, like, I don't, yeah. like, admire yeah. them as an actor. And what if you were in that bind in front of an audience of 300 people? I know. How
1: would you respond? I don't know. I'd leave. I would leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. you would not come back out on stage. I would beg forgiveness. I would say... <laughs> well, and now this is stuff that's true. Like, I couldn't do what he does. I... I... I, I like him as an actor otherwise, I think it is those movies and well, I don't know. I don't want to backpedal. I mean they're they're not my favorite movies.
0: <laughs> how do we get back on the sound of
1: backpedaling right <laughs> Let's let's get back to Indiana Jones. Well we were talking a
0: little we were talking about Temple of Doom, which I said I had similar feelings to yes, uh, as the as difference Pierce between Brosnan. your yes. Yeah. How long after you see a Temple of, of Doom, Paul, do you see a Raiders followed with a Last Crusade? I think I went a, a temple of doom,
3: and then maybe a, a hint, a hint of a, a Raiders, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, I was gonna say mom, but I hate it when people go mom, and it's like <laughs> say your mom or <laughs> my mom. <laughs> it's not your mom. Like mom's coming into town tonight, and you're like, are we well, <laughs> My mom. She brought home. Uh, Last Crusade like the yeah. the, uh, VHS? and I think that was like yeah the time that you could buy a copy that wasn't like $95 right when they right. started
1: coming down to like yeah 10 or $20 they, this so, is so then I watched Iowa Last Crusade. right where are you yes, from Iowa, Iowa yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I watched
3: that then like 500 times and then circled back around to yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: they did put out the VHS that formed the one picture of Indiana really? Jones yeah it was
1: oh right that's movies. right yeah I think I had that With it was the a fronts or the sides, sides. the
0: spines yeah
3: Oh, the front would be insane. (laughs) I know. (laughs) How did you? What? It's beautiful. Uh, Uh, And then uh, Temple of Doom. I think McDonald's had like
0: a McDonald's. That was the same year they made the Back to the Future VHS, right? Yes, that had like the Hmm. McDonald's logo in the corner.
1: Oh, what? Like on the broadcast? Ghost also. You mean like Mm -hmm. when you watch it, it's down there. Any sort of Paramount
3: or Universal? No kidding. But like, it's funny that. uh,
0: No, just on the cover. Sorry,
3: the arc of like video cassette ownership was like it went from it cost $95 to buy this to uh-huh. like you go to mcdonald's and you buy a meal and it comes with a free <laughs>
1: coffee like, i know we, it happened overnight that whole, or some dude yeah. figured out or woman well figured out that like you would sell more cheaply i remember for Christmas, my dad bought my sister and I Empire Strikes Back, but the hundred dollar one, and wow. that was like our whole Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like the, the year before, I think we got Atari twenty six hundred. Yeah, and sure. this year we got one VHS copy. Well, of- and I
3: think that's what Temple of Doom was. Like, it's also wrapped up in my first memory of us renting a VHS, mm. and like there was a thing where we we had HBO. And then it was like, we got rid of HBO once we got the VCR, because we could get any movie done. I was like, "Eh, I don't really (laughs) buy that. No, Paul,
1: it's on our terms now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, um, so when, like, Temple of Doom was put in the next morning and I was watching it, it was, like, uh, so thrilling. It had to be. Terrifying. Terrifying movie. What was your guys' first uh, Indiana Jones movie? Exposures. Take it away, man. I was well, trying to think of an
0: archeology archa- <laughs> ar- ar- When did I first? Yes, well, of yeah. when I when I first when I first unearthed the Indiana Jones trilogy. Uh, so I my sisters were were huge uh, fans of Harrison Ford. You know, by virtue of Star Wars, my sisters mm-hmm. were big Star Wars fans, and then they were also Anglophiles. So, like your James mm. Bonds, etc., your Beatles, so on and so forth. Sounds
1: like a solid family. Yeah, yeah,
0: uh, awesome family. It yeah, started great, didn't go great. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, they Just like they, like, they <laughs> franchise of the <Indiana> <laughs> show. Exactly, <laughs> we are on our crystal skull. Uh, my sister Julie finally did not two months ago. She finally moved to England.
1: Oh my god because she likes it she, so much see her
0: fiance is she met on the internet is from England Ugh. She uh, was
1: catfishing English. She dudes? was catfishing. Excuse English Excuse me, dudes. blokes. <laughs>
0: and,
3: and is catfish a regional London? Thing? N- no, it's it's a. Speaking of catfish, it's a push I was, flipper. I was behind. <laughs>
0: I, was, I was behind Max from Catfish in line for pizza at like one o'clock in the morning in New York last weekend, and I took a picture of him. And I was like trying to think of anyone on the West Coast who would care and was awake to like send the picture to. And I hope and you and found nobody. A, like. I, I'm, he's better looking in real life. Like <laughs> I, you're doing your own catfish. I only room. managed to like send it to my wife, who was asleep, and uh, Lauren Greenberg, who is a writer for Corden. But she was, the, she, I was talking to her about Dave Matthews at the time, so Naturally. I knew she was awake. <laughs> and they both were underwhelmed. Aw, oh, I was, on, I was like, you don't understand. It's, it's and they were like, unmistakable hair. I was like, yes, that's exactly it. And what was he ordering? Two slices, bro.
2: Oh
0: wow! Two slices.
1: I, see, Paul
0: got excited. I don't.
1: Is <laughs> he from to? the MTV show or the movie? From the or MTV both? show and the movie. I remember the movie, but I don't remember that. Oh, guy. All right. Yeah, I'm so well, okay. The point most
3: is tangential of conversations. What previous movie went from horror film, like underground indie horror film, to MTV <laughs> cable series?
1: Scream.
2: <laughs>
0: hey! Alright, sure. <laughs> and, well, Teen
1: Wolf. Right. Oh my, <laughs> bad yeah. just oh my god, it. wait. They have the a Real formula. World, there's a horror movie. Refilling a format. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so they had they had the vhs's when I was growing up. I remember the release of Last Crusade, but I remember vividly watching uh halves of Temple of Doom and Raiders. Seeing the first the second half first, and then seeing the beginning eventually, wow, um, my sisters would uh hoard their tapes like they wouldn't allow me to use their. Oh. VHS's it was Wait you had Two older sisters Two older sisters I had
3: two older sisters As yeah. well, we'll
1: I had okay. an older sister One older sister oh. Yeah. oh
0: maybe that's why We're all like this Yeah, yeah. The, You mm-hmm. know Wearing glasses On a podcast <laughs> That's right uh, <laughs>
3: And, and, and uh, an ability To um, spend a day Shopping And being okay With it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Seriously right. uh, I love it I, I walk you into too? a Sephora I And I smell the Scent of perfume And I'm like I'm at home yeah. I could sit here I'm, And just watch Somebody sh- it, It's actually too. very very meditative and pleasurable I for have me no problem
1: like, with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah I don't mind a day of shopping. Because back to school shopping meant I got a Film Flubs book. <laughs> we'd go to B. Dalton, we'd buy a G film plus Dalton. book, and I would just like hang out. Yeah. My sisters would go back to school shopping. I'd like sit there, and they'd come out in their different clothes. And My mom and I would go, Yeah, that's cute. You know, <laughs> and, uh, yeah,
0: that's amazing. Uh, so that has uh, to
3: be the thing that unites us. All.
0: Yeah. The, the three stones from Temple of Doom, we are that's them. right. We are the the
1: three Shankara stones.
3: My sisters
0: had it, so I, you know, saw it. it, it so. I saw Raiders, saw Temple of Doom, I saw the middle of Temple of Doom, and I was like, this is so awful. Mm. I thought, as a child, I thought, the snake thing's crazy, Mm. the monkey brains is gross, why am I watching this movie? But
1: you're a little boy and not going, this is great!
0: Oh, I thought it was so gross! How old were you? uh... I I was probably, by that point, I was probably, Last Crusade had not come out yet, so I was oh. probably in the uh, six, six years old range. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I was probably like
3: five. Yeah. I mean, it is like one of those like logging on yeah. earliest memories for Were me. Were you guys
1: scared? Because that movie has dark? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. it was very scary. And the heart out was. Yeah. yeah. It was so and scary. And you,
3: you rewatch it now and it's slightly like cartoonish. Right. Uh, But it was, for me, at the level of, like, Friday the 13th of, like, oh, I'm watching this, like... Horrifying. Yeah. 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 Horrifying. Um, Matt, I mean, the elephant in the room, Gorley, it's just (laughs) like, you got to see Raiders in the theater?
0: I did. Oh, boy. You son of a bitch.
3: Envy. Mm -hmm. Envy.
1: Well, let me tell you how this went down.
0: (laughs) I have Uh, now seen them all in the theater, but...
3: I only saw Crystal Skull in the theater.
1: Oh, God.
3: And my priest when when last crusade <laughs> came out he oh, did yeah, he did a me. sermon about last crusade and i turned to my sister and i was like there's an Indiana jones movie in the theater that's how i found out about oh, like, my God. last crusade was out and it was i saw ghostbusters 2 in the theater yes i saw batman marketing failure in the theater and somehow i missed it and i wow. wish I'd, if i would have been 8 and gotten to see last crusade <sighs> in the
1: theater would have blown my mind oh. but, well i I actually saw Star Wars in the theater. I was so young. It's one of my earliest memories. I don't know if I've conflated that with the like re-releases that sure. I've seen. So I just, I've been told that I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. So I have a memory of seeing it at some point in the theater. Anyway, I was obsessed with it. And Han Solo especially. And it was a similar thing where this movie Raiders came out and I never saw a commercial. I never saw a preview for it. I didn't even know it was out. And... My dad of all people whom I love dearly he brought me into James Bond but he's mm. always a step behind pop culturally because he was kind of a business guy and that mm. sort of thing. But we were swimming in a pool and he's like, "Matt, I tell you, I saw this movie." And at this point my parents had divorced mm. and I think he had gone on a date or something. He didn't mention that but he's just he just had this fire in his eyes like he had a great oh, night, right? Like, and he's like, "I can't even explain it to you. This fella, he goes in, he gets this gold <laughs> He's like, I don't know if he's a robber or what he is. He's a bandit of some kind, but you like him. And and just danger after danger. And just when you think he's out of it, it starts all over oh again. God. Then, of all people, my two best friends growing up were these two Jehovah's Witness girls, Kelly and Christy Grenager. And they... Not related. Not, not related. No relation <laughs> on either side of our house. <laughs> Um, they, I mean, didn't celebrate any holidays and barely went to any movies. And here they are going, we saw this movie about this guy getting gold. You've oh. got to see this thing. And oh. everybody was telling me about That's this movie. That's
0: everyone's takeaway in Long Beach? Yeah. There's a guy who gets gold, Matt. you got to <laughs> see this movie. Well,
1: this is wittier. Um, but also, people are burying the lead. No one's telling me this is Han Solo right. in this movie. So finally, my mom and I think my maybe my stepdad or at the time, I don't. He was maybe dating my mom. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, but we went to see it, and I'm like, "Wait, Han Solo, basically a cowboy adventure." I was blown away. James Bond is my favorite franchise. James Bond yeah. is my favorite <laughs> franchise. But Raiders as AD a movie, Dr. Freud. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Raiders as a movie is probably my favorite of anything. Favorite
3: I, entertainment,
1: I think so. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I love it so much. I was blown away by it. I. I've said this before, but I I am embarrassed to say, but after a cat that I love died, we buried in the backyard, and years later, as a boy, I had my Indiana Jones costume, and I dug up my (laughs) (laughs) cat.
3: And you released a spirit that melted your face.
1: (laughs) But then, Temple of Doom comes out on my birthday in 1984, but I was grounded, and my parents said we're not now not gonna go see it <gasps> then my grandfather passed away and they went okay we'll let you go see it and so it had this like emo- it was an emotional time what was the span oh, wow. of time
3: between the
1: uh it was all within a week like wow. whatever i did i don't remember what i you did to get grounded. grounded i for. got grounded then my grandfather passed away and then wow. we, we went as a family as like he had just passed away and we kind of went as a like you know let's have a nice day kind of thing and then, so I have such a soft spot for that movie. It was also, like, I was, I was, what year was Raiders? 81, so mm-hmm. I was eight. Mm. But Temple of Doom, I was 11. You know, I was a man at that point. I could really <laughs> appreciate a film.
0: Still not allowed to go see that movie, though, without parental I know, because
1: it's the second PG-13 yeah. movie. Temple of Doom? Yeah.
0: No,
3: it was the thing that ushered him. Well,
1: now I have a little information Ooh. on
3: this. I love it!
1: Okay, it was the first to be given the pg-13 rating i believe but not the first release red dawn was actually the first let me let me fact check. No, i think it was
3: gremlins and temple of doom came out and they were like wait a minute i'm bringing my kids to see creatures eating <laughs> uh, creatures exploding in microwaves and hearts getting pulled out i think red dawn was the first to be released but like something like the lady in red was maybe the f-
1: oh here it is no yes this it's temple of doom caused the pg-13 rating red dawn is the first pg-13 uh, on august 10th 1984 I'm curious what
3: you were on which is like the mpaa rated a movie
1: i'm on foxnews.com <laughs> oh no, that explains earlier business insider there was um, there was something where like
3: officially they rated a movie and then temple of doom or or, or red dawn was the second one but Red Dawn came out first before the movie that that they officially gave the PG-13 to. So Red
1: Dawn, I think is My sister,
3: the lady in red, the Gene Wilder sex farce. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sex farce? They were like, it was like the first movie that on (gasps) HBO you saw the PG-13 rating come up before the movie, you know, and they like put up the
1: little (laughs) logo. My mom took me to see Red Dawn in the theater. Oh, boy. And I was obsessed with that movie, so she took me again. And at that point I had a toy AK47 and I remember we had a Volkswagen bus and we got out of that movie and I got in the back of the bus and started firing out the back like fake firing and going like mom get us out of here get us out of here <laughs> But it was it was like in the mom parking lot being of a mall Mother Russia <laughs> <laughs> But it was like a scene from Back to the Future where there's a Volkswagen bus barreling through a mall sure. parking oh, lot yeah, with sure. AK47s yeah. flashing
0: yeah. Twin Pines Mall
1: <laughs> And then <laughs> Which is Puente Hills, which is right by where I grew up. I used to go to movies there too. Unbelievable. Oh I, know. I went,
3: uh, my buddies and I once did a really cool, uh, like filming locations tour of Back to the Future. Oh. And we were like, let's do That's Twin Great. Pines. And then I'm like, oh, Las Puentes uh, is so far out from everything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to look at the. Uh, bus stop where Marty McFly starts his DeLorean outside the Greek theater.
1: <laughs> oh, Vermont. I didn't realize that's yeah, where that is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the Gamble House is like five yeah. minutes from here. That's that, Doc that's Brown's that, house. That
0: tunnel from 2 is up there yeah. too, up at Griffin which Park. Which is
3: also the tunnel to Toontown. Yes. Which yeah. came out like a year after the Back to the Future Part 2. So I just imagine Robert Zemeckis. Like he did Who framed yeah. Roger out, and Roger. And like, we need a tunnel. I was like, fucking... He never left Toontown he never Tunnel. Never left. Who cares? He was still there. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, so that was like his. Uh, God, what were the two movies he did back to back? Castaway and What Lies Beneath. Yeah. He filmed half of Castaway, then Tom oh, Hanks lost right. the weight and he did What Lies Beneath between with and Harrison Ford.
3: Yes, I was like, mm. who is the actor in What Lies Beneath? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, you talking about like? Uh, oh, nobody was telling me it's Han Solo that that was like Indiana Jones. There, There is like a a thread connecting those two, which is like they're both sort of like um, uh, they're people who don't believe or they don't mm. have faith in something. They're sort of cynics.
1: The connection between, between oh, that's Han Solo and Ian yes. Jones. He's yeah. sort of
3: like the Force is uh, mumbo-jumbo. Right. And then at Raiders of the Lost Ark, you see him kind of go like, it's superstition, and then the Ark... <laughs> The Lost uh, Ark. You mean that right there? uh, (laughs) Oh, wow.
0: Does he not refer to the stones in Temple of Doom as mumbo jumbo?
3: Yeah, which is always a little weird with all the Indiana Jones movies is that he always goes back to zero of being like uh, uh, a skeptic. Yeah, in
1: Raiders he calls it hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. Oh, okay. okay. Hocus pocus mumbo jumbo. But he also calls
0: the force mumbo jumbo, does he not?
3: What does he call it when he, when he says to Luke...
1: Yeah, on the Millennium Falcon, like, yeah.
0: uh... Mystical blah, 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 mumbo-jumbo. Doesn't he say mumbo-jumbo, or am I just putting that in
1: his head? It's something like that. That's why I thought the trailer something? for no.
3: Force Awakens was so exciting for yeah, people. Yeah, me when too. When he said, it's true, all of it, you're yeah. just like, oh, this... Guy the who I grew place. up as the, the cynical skeptic.
0: Why did you watch that trailer, bro? <laughs>
3: what?
0: Oh, oh. I think it
3: reveals that I don't care that much about <laughs> Star Wars, honestly. Like, <laughs> that, agreed. <laughs> That's been the big. Uh, my my buddy, uh, Armin Weitzman, I remember when I moved to LA and I knew Armin for years. And then like one night I confessed to him, I was like, you know, growing up, I didn't. Star Wars trilogy, I liked. But the in Indiana Jones trailer was like yeah. the thing for me. And his like jaw dropped and he didn't talk to me for a decade. <laughs> you know, like he couldn't Just believe. A... Uh but I think that came from uh to bring it back, like the sort of like I d- my dad being like, I don't like kung fu movies and I don't like James Bond. He loved uh westerns. And I think like there's some sort of history mm. of the Western in Indiana Jones Yeah, definitely. Where you can like but uh the the thing that's awesome about Harrison Ford is like he gets you behind somebody who who's who's a a cynic or something yeah. like so uh to see him like have that uh move over 2 hours of sort of like yeah. oh this guy goes from being a a little stinky pants to <laughs> to a to a nice smelling pants
0: do you think he would have been as infatuated with the film had it been Tom
1: Selleck no oh, i don't no think i would have yeah cuz i'd seen magnum pi as a kid and nothing was bringing me back week after week anytime
3: it's brought up the initial reaction everybody has is always like I can't imagine Indiana Jones with a mustache. <laughs> <And> it's like, <laughs> like they couldn't. Well, have maybe it. he would have shaved
0: it. It's not necessarily. I think he probably would have. It would have gotten him <laughs> away from that.
1: There is something so charismatic about Harrison Ford that even Tom Selleck, who is objectively as sexy a specimen as can be, I think. Um, sure, even but
3: despite his theft of water. Wait.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. He went through a big.
3: The silence after I said that is going to make everybody go like, "Wait, did my Bluetooth just drop out?" That I uh... no, no, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: during the drought, wasn't he stealing a bunch of water? He was going
3: into the uh, to another neighborhood, pumping water out of like a fire hydrant and then bringing it to his avocado garden at his house. What an
1: asshole!
0: What an asshole! <laughs> I mean, say it, was he doing was it on it. his own? I can't. I love Tom Selleck. <laughs> Wait, because I. Was he literally driving out himself, filling up like that a five does make gallon a container? So <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>
2: uh,
3: with wait, in in a good or bad? Because no, if he's doing it himself, I would go like, well, yeah. yes, he's working hard. Yeah, exactly. He's like his like, his, like
0: his, he's trying to keep those avocados alive. Yeah, right. yeah, and kill and the I other heard people.
3: He does have a like a green thumb. Like honestly, I think Tom Sellick like loves his <laughs> garden. <That makes laughs> well, sense. I what? never had any. Uh, You hear this, Tom Selleck? I have (laughs) zero affinity towards Tom Selleck. Well, I'm going to email
1: him right now and see if I can do
3: (laughs) it.
0: Tom, can you come on the podcast? (laughs) I mean, we all love her alibi, but... uh, We just want to talk to you about Three Men and a Baby.
1: It just wouldn't have worked. uh, It it would have worked, but it wouldn't be what it is. What is it about Harrison Ford? He's incredible.
0: Well, he's very Uh, handsome. Yeah. Have you guys ever met Harrison Ford?
1: No, but I all but bumped into him in the middle of a crowd in Disneyland one time. Oh, that's cool. And you know the type where you're like so close that you just have a moment of like, I I don't know what this is. It hasn't registered that I recognize him yet, but I'm staring at this man. And he just kind of then glazes past you. And it's only when it's too late.
3: Sort of the, yeah, like, I don't know. The definition of starstruck, yeah. Like basically, yeah. You're just sort of like paralyzed. Yeah. Right? My
1: whole life.
3: Did he? He came in for he did an artist uh, podcast. Oh. Yeah, oh, my goodness. We
0: did a we did a podcast with him in, at Comic Con when he was promoting Ender's Game. Mm. So and you got is, him at his best. It is. It is. <laughs> I can't imagine listening to that thing again. It was so uncomfortable in the room because he didn't want to be there. Or what? He didn't want to be there. We didn't want to be there. Uh, and you know, you're dealing with chris who's such a fucking fan of harrison ford and star wars and uh and he's trying to keep it in and jonah's like trying to jonah asked him some random question about some bullshit fly fishing movie he did that no one's ever seen but jonah and harrison ford and like <laughs> harrison ford was like eh, it's just a movie oh <laughs> it was oh, just like man. oh god
3: i mean on on one side of things you're like Oh, Harrison Ford seems like a uh, uh, anti Hollywood, no bullshit guy. So yeah. he should more than anything be able to like allow get him to the presidency? To... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, was he with other actors from Enders Game? No, it was just point? him. Oh, we
0: okay. just had it was just him when we were doing the podcast, and it was it. Was, I mean, it was. I don't know if it's now hearsay and legend in our minds that that is like the most uncomfortable Nerdist podcast we ever did. But we have, the three of us have built it up so much as being this uncomfortable time Yeah. that in my head, it's the worst podcast we've ever done.
3: Well, uh-huh. maybe, yeah. And it's
0: like the, um, because he was on such a high
3: yeah. uh, stature.
0: It's and, so and, crazy. Yeah. Like we've had so, I mean, we had Daniel Craig on and it was a delight. Like he well,
3: was the, great. Well, the, the comparison between the two is like um, Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford are the two actors who, when my wife and I watch a movie, she has to deal with, like, every 12 minutes, me, me going, like, isn't he, like, so handsome? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just constantly remarking on their handsomeness. Yeah, I, yeah. 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 I can't get over it sometimes. If Mark, if Mark Ruffalo, like, played an action hero, that would be, like, my trifecta. Oh, like, yeah, I feel that way about my it. wife and being like, he's pretty, right?
1: I feel that way about Eric Bana, too, for some reason. Where did he go? He's also a Hulk. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Much like yeah. a Ruffalo. And a, and a Munich. He is, also in Munich. With Craig. Yeah. Wow. But, ah. the, but I mean, Daniel Craig's not conventionally handsome. He's ruggedly handsome. I would even say Harrison Ford, I guess he does kind of have that 40s handsomeness. But even so, he's not a pretty boy in any way, and I think that's what I I mean, when I you I like. see
0: him, though, enter the Obi-Wan club in that white oh, yeah. dinner jacket oh, with the God. red carnation, mm-hmm. you go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And also... If I'm using the uh, same symbi- symbiology of uh, Sergeant Pepper or uh, the Magic Mystery Tour, does that mean he's the dead one? <gasps> oh, he's the uh, carnation. And magic. Uh, Mystery the Walrus tour, was the, Paul. The Beatles are all wearing white tuxes, and
0: Paul has like a red carnation, and all the other ones have like so white. So aren't you so familiar sorry, with then. all the clues that let you know that Paul is dead? <laughs> I almost, I almost watched a two-hour YouTube video on this last night. I almost You've got <laughs> nothing
1: but time. No, it was in bed. A live. lot
0: of time in bed. My wife has been like, by the time I go to sleep, my wife has been asleep for two or three hours, yeah. right? And I go to bed, and I've like worked a long day or something, and I cannot. My brain won't shut down, you need so to I wind just. Down. I often will just pull out my iPad, put it in night mode, and like watch yeah. YouTube.
3: I read. I lately I've been reading a uh, like serial killer. <laughs> pages i think it was like slightly inspired by mindhunter if yeah I, if i'm trying to like cover my tracks but really for years i've been doing this from
0: I'm like i'm gonna tuck myself in by you wanna, just, you know, you wanna,
3: people doing you horrendous, wanna f-
0: horrendous fun <laughs> book I don't, to each other. I don't know if you've read it yet but my one of my favorite true crime books is is uh the bill james book popular crimes have you read that oh book? yeah
3: where it's like uh
0: he's trying to uh, he's, like he like he's tries the the stats, like he's the, he's the guy game, that invented yeah. all the advanced metrics for yeah. baseball and he then takes his brain and applies it to all these serial killers the and like, tries to guy? solve the no mm. he's in the moneyball book Bill oh. James for sure it's not Billy Bean though uh,
3: but in all those popular crimes he thinks every murderer was Wade Boggs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that's it's probably way better. But <laughs> with uh, with uh, what's the appeal of Harrison Ford? Uh I think like uh you know um it's the same as like what's the appeal of the Indiana Jones movies, which is like he um you know, he's got a he he's a pretty man, but he's got that scar yeah. on his chin. So it sort of humanizes him and like when you uh I rewatched all the Indiana Jones movies in the last like three months. Just I was like, I got it on a kick, and I rewatched sure. them. And there was a part in Raiders of the Lost Ark that I was like, Oh, I never noticed this moment. It's so funny when he's like about to get on the the plane um, mm-hmm. after he gets out of the 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 snake zone, <laughs> <laughs> and and the the big muscular bald headed Nazi is like, Come on, let's fight before you get in the plane. And you see, like, Indiana Jones, like, sigh. yes. yes. Like, oh, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Now I gotta I'm fight coming. this guy. And, like, that's sort of, like, uh, a lot of people say, like, oh, he's scared of snakes. And so that's what makes him a modern hero is that he's a guy who he has, has some fallibility sure, yeah. to him. And that's different than any person who's come before. But uh, that's sort of, like, uh, humanity, I feel like, is... Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna write my college thesis. But I'm but with like, you. It's, it's with in you. his own face, which is like, yeah. oh, he's a handsome guy, but he uh, has some sort. Of, and also, I think it's like the Rodney Dangerfield quality of like when you hear Rodney Dangerfield, like he became a famous comedian when he was 45. Right. Yeah, right. And you're like, uh, Harrison Ford wasn't like uh, to uh, like cite but- his hollywood homicide co-star josh hartnett it wasn't like harrison ford became like this heartthrob at right. 22 he's becoming han solo when he's like in his mid-30s and yeah. so you're just like oh this is a guy who's lived life and he's he was a yeah. carpenter looms he, large in yes, his legend you much know? like right. um jesus christ Buddha? oh no christ oh, yeah. sorry. sorry right
0: damn it you did that thing and i wasn't allowing you to do that thing <laughs> no. paul i apologize <laughs>
1: There's a lot of similarities between the two franchises, but the thing that I like about both of them is Bond typically is a master. Like he can go in Mm -hmm. and he knows exactly where he's going, what he's doing, and he's going to be successful at it. Indiana Jones is a little more hapless and he finds his way into things a little more, I don't know, like clumsily Mm -hmm. at times. Like I was watching Temple of Doom today and they basically play that as a joke in a way where the plane in the beginning is about to crash and she goes, do you know how to fly? And he goes, no, do you? And I remember in the theater, everybody laughing because that was the first time a hero didn't know how to do every single thing, you know? And it was, it was, I, it endearing thing, I think too. And
3: yeah, I read that, um, uh, to, um, film critic, Mark Ruffalo, film critic, Hulk, he he wrote that big thing about james bond and he was like oh the appeal of james bond and i read it all but it was like it it is about it's a guy who's constantly a mastery of every skill and uh i'm not putting that down that's its own pleasure when you're watching james bond you're just like this guy is awesome at everything and that's what's so cool about it but uh certainly with indiana jones like the joke or whatever or the fun of it is like he's always in over his head or he's always he's like he's always behind the eight ball like, and it yeah. gave always. way to die
1: hard i think and then even in a bit to daniel craig's bond like busting through the drywall yes. in that big parkour sequence yeah. and stuff where he's a little bit more like uh i'm not gonna do it the typical way i'll find the blunt force way around it well or as the
3: uh um even less of a lover and certainly less of an expert of James Bond. Like, did have you even seen a shift in Octopussy was the first movie that came out after Raiders, right? And view. Yes. and uh Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see any sort of like shift of like, this is a post Raiders world where we need to, cause die hard. I love die hard. And Matt Zoller sites uh-huh. had a thing on Twitter. He was like, what's the best action movie And it was basically a debate between Raiders and Die Hard and the responses. And, like, uh, I do think, like, Die Hard stands on the shoulders of Indiana Jones. I agree, I've seen somebody who's sort of behind the eight ball. But, like, the conflict I've always had is not being, like, a full-throated James Bond fan is, like, oh, as much as I love Indiana Jones, I have to recognize... That wouldn't exist at all without James Bond. Yeah. So I, I can't, you know, pick yeah. and choose. Like, one know, couldn't come without tough. the other. But with Die Hard as well, it's like
0: I don't think Die Hard would have existed without. Well, Indiana I also Jones. sort of blame Die Hard for a cavalcade of shitty movies that yes. followed Die Hard. Yeah.
1: And James Bond movies, too. I mean, it kind of really hurt the James Bond franchise because what was popular is a, a villain who's like a reluctant... I'm not a villain, but a hero who's a reluctant hero and doesn't have all the answers. And then mm-hmm. that kind of killed But that's Bond. interesting
3: to hear people like laughed at that, that the they knew that that was like what was funny about... I mean, I know the big joke yeah. in Raiders is he faced the swordsman and then he shoots the guy cause he doesn't want to and, uh, whatever.
1: Um, I mean, he even says, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. Yeah, you know? Right.
3: Right. I mean to throw a, uh, a, a $6 word around, but like it, I think what the appeal was of, uh, Indiana Jones was some sort of postmodernism where you're like laughing at like, Oh, normally in a movie like this, a guy would have the fight and what we're laughing is is like he's shooting the swordsman and we get past which all of like uh Spielberg's early stuff I think is like really great at like um he's always like he kinda lost this quality. I love Spielberg so I'm not that's not a diss, but like there's like a in E. T you have this like amazing moment where he uh E. T. heals Elliot's finger after Mm. he cuts it on the saw and then, like 10 minutes later, uh, the older brother has a costume where he has a knife through his head and E.T. tries to heal it with his finger. Uh-huh. And you're laughing at, like, oh, I saw, I had this one moment that was really touching. And now they're sort of just like making a joke about how you were like captivated by that. I, I don't know. I feel like that's what it was like a hey, we all know baby boomers suck, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, but like, that was what was cool about those Indiana Jones movies is like, oh, they're not the generation of the, whatever, the John Glens. Or yeah. The, you know, yeah. Uh, am I saying that director? Who's the old, the James
0: Bond? Uh, the Guy Hamilton, John Glenn is also in the but, movie. Which
1: is interesting yeah. with those Raiders movies because they're also harkening back to the old serials, which were of that generation. Right. So it, was, it is kind of postmodern where they're taking that style, but then elevating it i don't know if yeah that's or the they're word.
3: going like hey wouldn't it be cool if marion was like marion ravenwood was her own like uh, uh active character and that makes it way more interesting than bond girl right right
0: seven b or whatever you know but then they go ahead and do the kate Capshaw role yeah. which is less interesting than bond girl seven b
3: that's true. I mean, where would, uh, if you guys were ranking the Bond girls, yeah. and you were doing some weird hybrid of ranking the Indiana Jones girls with the Bond girls, where would she fall in the... Captcha? Uh, yeah.
1: You know, I watched it today, and I think... Time has been a little harsh on her portrayal. I mean, it is a lot of it is there in the writing. I mean, she is. Oh, 100%. It's yeah. not
0: Kate Capshaw's fault. I want to say right. that. And she actually of the has some bad. Good she does a great job. There. Yeah. She does a great job with what is written in front of her. Yeah. She does a great job with she screams. Yeah. She. Asks the uh, poor village for a phone to call her agent. <laughs> like, she does, she executes all of these lines. It all blew and, my mind. Very with the, well. Uh, that the
3: third um, Timothy Dalton movie was supposed to be written by the Temple of Doom yeah. writers. Yeah. Yeah. What like, would that would have been, been so cute. What would that have been? So cute. Um,. The writers of Best Defense?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dudley Moore yeah.
3: and B- Betty Murphy? Yeah, they made this movie with Dudley Moore. It was filmed and shot and finished. And they were like, you know, Eddie Murphy's a pretty good. No, star. I didn't know that. Let's just shoot some additional scenes with Eddie Murphy and insert them into the movie. So if you watch Best Defense, it is like an insane thing where they're just like, I'm going to go call my friend. Eddie Murphy <laughs> like, they <laughs> cut to him like in a tank
1: I did not uh, know that yeah. That's That's well scene. the
3: best defensey
0: podcast is uh, <laughs> on it's way <laughs> uh, there's no defense for best
1: defense <laughs> uh, so I yeah besties the- defense <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Bad Bad. You probably know Lauren Lapkus and John Gabris From their appearances on Comedy Bang Bang Or their own podcasts With Special Guest and High and Mighty Well, they have a brand new show on Earwolf Called Raised by TV In each episode they'll revisit their favorite TV shows From the 80s and 90s They'll be
0: talking Full House, Saved by the Bell, Nicktoons, and asking questions like why did so many 90s
1: shows have kids who kept
0: tarantulas as
1: pets? They'll even be trying some snacks from their childhood to see how they hold up.
0: Guests like Paul Shear and Scott Ackerman will stop by in episodes
1: to reenact memorable moments from television. Listen to Raised by TV every Wednesday on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Earwolf.com, or Must See TV. And tune into Sidekick with
0: Matt Meyer next week for your host Lauren Lapkus and your guest John Gapris. Matt-
2: Mad, Mad and Mad.
0: so it, it is to, to not to begrudge kate capshaw who does a lovely job with what she's given it's just written in such a way that she is s- almost always in distress
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah definitely there is no active really no active role for her as far as doing anything that helps especially yeah. coming after uh
3: yeah, Karen Allen. I know you as can't Marian beat that. Ravenwood. It's almost like, uh, uh, like a slap in the face. It's it's like almost yeah. like a reaction to like how amazing Karen Allen is. And you watch that movie, and you're like, also, um, this just uh, reminds me of like, you know, there's a lot of George Lucas bashing. I know is very popular, but maybe it's also swinging back that people lionized George Lucas. You know, in the yeah. Know, but like, uh, what's really cool about what I like about him is, like, uh, you know, what's awesome about the Star Wars movies is there's always these little, like, breadcrumbs where they go, like, uh, oh, whatever. I, I won the...
1: Uh, oh, the round Run 12 Like, sure. what's that? Yeah. Uh,
3: in the same way with, like, Ray's Lost Ark, I think what he's amazing at is, like, he go She references, like... Oh, we had a previous adventure, or in Temple of Doom, when his assistant gets shot at the very beginning. Right, yeah. like, we've had many adventures with yes. uh, Doctor Jones, and like, and he's so excited to yeah. die, he gets to do <laughs> yeah. it first. It I get sure to see must. what's beyond first.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> uh, but I—that's what uh, I love about those movies—is like you—you—they suggest something where you're like, oh, something happened yeah.
1: before. And... Do you think they set Temple of Doom? in what it's 1935 and Raiders is 36 right yeah it's like they a, did a prequel it's is it the first prequel i don't know but did they set it ahead mm. of that so that they could justify oh, why should. he wasn't with Karen Allen anymore or yeah i was there's no other real reason
3: i was dating somebody in college break
0: and come on no one's dating this why we let this, guy, would let this guy on here he's dating oh god just, oh, come on you said he was cool <laughs> <laughs> we, we saw
3: raiders uh, the college, uh, the university was like just showing old movies and we went and saw it and she was like man he was willing to blow up the arc for this woman and then a couple of years later he fell in love with this showgirl and I was like no it was a prequel and I bet she thought this was so cool that I was explaining this to her
2: yeah. <laughs> but, like,
1: but he I did do- almost fall in love with a Nazi a couple of years later <laughs> yeah.
3: I do think that is part of it, which is like when you're watching Raiders, you want the relief of like, oh, Marion was the woman he later went off and yeah, yeah. It, By it's the way,
0: it's the, the it's the thing they get right. Yeah. In yeah. in the fourth movie, is that he ends up with Marion? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nice.
1: It's it's nice. unfortunate though that what is it that's lacking, not just in that movie, but in their interplay in that film something's not right
0: it is a little off it well, is with a little crystal
3: off. skull i take like the position of uh what's that s- amazing scene in the simpsons when bart is talking to the comic book store owner and he's like uh so this thing that has brought you so much entertainment and joy for many years you're upset that like i know i tried to take that position with crystal I, you know the robert klein who's like the edit not robert Klein. he's uh <laughs> weirdly he was beautiful was talking about Stan. him this morning <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking about Robert Klein, oh. not too Robert oh, Klein. No, boy. no. <laughs> uh, uh, the the, the editor in chief of the Onion came and did a lecture at my college, and uh, he he was like, "Oh, I worry." This was like 2001. He's the writer of um the Wrestler and uh big oh, fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He was like, "I hope people don't think of the Onion as this thing that got less and less funny." He's like, "I hope people remember it as like we brought you so much joy." Who cares what ends up happening? So, whatever. I agree with that that wholeheartedly. And I I,
1: I watch Crystal Skull fairly, I don't want to say regularly, but a lot of people just saw it once and never seen it again. Same thing with the Star Wars prequels because I'm truly fascinated by them almost academically where I was like, it scratches this itch. I hear mm -hmm. lightsaber sounds. I hear Indiana Jones music, and it's the same actors and it's a different time. And it's not altogether great, but I still am interested in it for some reason. Like I just don't know how Mm -hmm. it ended up that way. And but I don't hate them. Yeah, yeah, I can't find myself. I I mean, you see the guy put
0: on the hat, put on the jacket, and look around in the dark for an artifact. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Thanks for giving me that. I appreciate it. As uh, uh, as James
3: Bond fans that you guys are, it it. It is the moment where Indiana Jones starts creeping into, like Doctor No, like he's there is a communist. Oh yeah, threat. the Cold War. Yeah, so, yeah. Like he, uh, at some point, those two worlds are sort of crossing over. That's interesting. I'd say, yeah. yeah, that is interesting.
1: And also in that movie, they he, he has another one of those those things where they talk about like you're saying before something that happened, and he was working for the CIA as a spy. Oh yeah, with, with Mac, who's a British spy, essentially, yeah. I guess. I don't, yeah. that's a character that does. He does fourteen quite... turns too many.
3: <laughs> I know it's really <laughs> bonkers.
1: It's
0: <laughs> insane.
3: <laughs> I'm still waiting for minute, another. It's crazy. He's just like he's switching over. you like, yeah. okay, it's I guess crazy. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I
0: like, would love to read a series of novels or comics about Indy's World War II adventures. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know
3: the motorcycle uh, chase through the the campus. Yeah, in Crystal Skull, I would say if you had to like uh-huh. if you wanted to show somebody like a that that I feel is like at the same level as the um, uh, the set piece in another well maybe not the same no
1: I'm level, with you but it, uh, yeah it's, it's, that first, yeah. first and it's third also, of that movie I kind of like
0: the other thing too to remember about these things when they when they make new versions of things or reboots or whatever. They're they're not sending people to your home to erase the memory of the right? previous no, thing that it existed. Do they're not to they're yeah. not taking your DVDs away. Yeah. They're you, not
3: destroying. Yeah. The if anything they're film making them the look better
1: yeah. in comparison. You
0: still have those things. Yeah, yes. You guys yeah. you can still watch Ghostbusters. Thank <laughs> thank God.
1: Has any sequel or or like subsequent film ever ruined another film for you? I don't I don't think that's ever happened.
3: Well, you guys brought up this question with um and in the sort of category of comparing and contrasting the James Bond movies versus the Indiana Jones, you were like, oh, if somebody replaced, if, if there was a new actor playing Indiana Jones, yeah. you would have the reaction that the generation has about like, Roger Moore isn't my yeah.
0: James Bond, it's Sean yeah. Connery. Like if they uh, gave it to Chris Pratt, like there was right. that rumor, if they gave it to Chris Pratt, is that, does that cease to be Indiana Jones in my mind? You know, it's the interesting question.
1: No, but it would cease to be as interesting to me. And it is funny to think about that. As someone who loves Roger Moore and Daniel Craig, I totally understand people saying, like, I can't... Like, now it's... it's Phil Nobile made this... Like, he wrote a whole article about Casino Royale that Craig is basically this Bond that he loves, and he's the last Bond that will ever be older than him. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it may be time to just go, like, it's not about what I want anymore here's a new Bond. Probably if the Bond doesn't speak to him, it's because it's speaking to a younger generation. Hmm. But if there was a Chris Pratt indie movie, he'd probably be great. It would be a great movie, but it would be a point where I'd go like, uh, I, I think it's like, how do I say this in a nice way? It's like you can see all the tricks because I'm of that age, I'd be older than him. And uh-huh. I would go like, I just have seen all this before. So it's a recycling that maybe it's not that it's not good. It's just, I'm not as interested and nor should I. And be. do you
3: think they do the route of like the James Bond thing of like the, uh, and who knows? No but, explanation. Like, that, that it's like, he is Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Probably. I think they would. Right? Right? I think they in the to.
1: past they would, but now I do feel like there's some pressure on movies now to go like, everything has to make a hundred percent sense. I'm over that. I am too, but, but, yeah, Wait. I
3: know that there's been the debate of like the James Bond code name for yeah. all characters, and that's just like it's the most depressing thing in <laughs> the yes. world. So to so depressing. Just, like, Why do you need that ease at the end of the night to
1: <laughs> know it all fits I, together? Don't it's you like, want some mystery? Have some poetry, baby. I know. <laughs> I, I've never been able to articulate it better. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. A, that it's the most well, depressing thing in the world. It goes
0: back <laughs> to my whole thought that daniel craig's james bond is the same guy and that db5 is from
1: 1964 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see and you're clearly admitting that you come home and you can't sleep at night well this i is often
0: why. don't sleep at night it's mm. amazing on twitter how many people think i'm crazy yeah, they can go to
1: hell if you
3: looked look at anybody's like tweets you'd go this oh, person is a yeah. uh, I may not
1: agree with you on those things the, but i will uh, defend your right to to, to have opinion, to the opinion. The franchise
3: them. of it all, uh, you know, I know you're a Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. I have a theory, you know, how people have, um, and I'm a, I'm a passing fan of Star Trek. I really like sure. it, but like I, I, I don't know a lot about it. But like I know enough that it's um, the even-numbered movies are the, right. the ones people like the most. I am a huge Friday the 13th fan. Me mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I love them so much. And they're both paramount franchises <sighs> in the 80s. And all the Friday the 13th movies, the even number ones are the best. That's right. So I like to imagine a head of Paramount was like, make the odd number ones bad. <laughs> make the even number
1: ones good. Or great. what if there's like some They'll two studio back. execs in like one's like, I want the even ones. And then he gives the <laughs> shitty exec. But there's a connection to this. That, is it, I think it's, is it Friday the 13th part six, the new beginning? Is that what it is?
3: Part six is Jason Lives. And right. part five is a new beginning. Okay, yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. But which is the one that has essentially Jason come out in the gun barrel sequence and he walks... Six. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and he turns yeah. to camera and he slashes and yeah. then blood runs down the screen. It has to be an homage, yeah, right? Yeah, and
3: the director... Uh, yeah, I read it or listened to an interview with him where he was like, oh, by this point, I saw Jason as James Bond, which is like you get a new movie out every two years. Oh, that's right. interesting. And... uh As far as James Bond goes, even though uh, people are going to be so heartbroken to hear this. I haven't seen every James Bond movie, but I watch them whenever they're on TV. If it's on the, the guide, I click on it because my opinion is of like, if you're a fan of movies in general, what's awesome about James Bond or the Friday the 13th movies is you get to watch movies... Film itself sort of progress by each movie and get to see, like, what was cinematography like in 1976 or 84 or what was the trend that time? And to be able to, like, go, like, well, these are the building blocks. You know, there's going to be an opening sequence. You know, there's going to be a title. You know, there's going to be set pieces. And you just get to, like, have the I, like, breathe the sigh of relief with, like, Jason movies or James Bond movies where I'm like, I know what this is going to be. And the joy I get is just being like, this is so 1981
1: yeah, of yeah. this movie. I or, know what this yeah. is going to be, but what's it going to be this time? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. What's the style? Or That or, is or, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it does feel like, you know, and, and for me, I think it's sort of starts, it starts after You Only Live Twice, where the Bond mm. movies stop trend setting and yeah. start following the trends. So, or
1: maybe mm, after *Honor*
0: Majesty's uh, *Secret yeah, Service*. I think that the was *Diamonds p- Are Forever*. Far ahead, they get of its like time. a little yeah. Uh, Despy.
1: Yeah, and they yeah. start looking at the other trends outside of the franchise. Yeah. You're right; they're not setting the trends; they're borrowing but them.
0: To to Paul's point, though, that is like you can sort of, if you just watched a James Bond movie without sound, you could be like, "Oh, oh right. this is this is 1982." Yeah, yeah, and it's not the clothes; it's not the style it's the set pieces and it's the like how the camera's moving right i mean even the if you pull all the vault like the dialogue out and just had the score you could so yeah like the fact that they would just disco up his fucking score <laughs> and, and the fact that they would like techno up his score in the 90s like it's you could, even it's that way like,
1: with the raiders movies too or the indie movies like the women's hair especially Especially in Raiders and Temple of Doom are very 80s. They they stay away from that a bit in Last Crusade because she's definitely got that kind of 40s hair yeah,
3: yeah. is pulled back so you don't
1: have to worry you about know, it's interesting perms. yeah and he yeah. has very 80s glasses they're these glasses yes as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah but uh, they're like they don't they kind of work as professor glasses but they at the same time work very much as a 80s well you guys GQ are talking about songs
3: I know that you're uh, Matt Myra mm-hmm. your favorite song is Nobody Does It Better correct and I do have a soft spot for All Time High <laughs> oh now we're Mont- talking about pussy <laughs> and i just i'm really here more than anything to let you guys know these are two companions oh <laughs> yeah two i think songs. you're right yeah you can listen to all time high and you go they're trying to recapture nobody yeah. does it better yeah, you're right it's this sort of like it's not trying to rev you up it's just trying to cool you down <laughs> and, and also the message behind both songs is sort of like nobody does it better like you could w- go to any action movie, but hey, we know at the all-time at the end. Yeah. Nobody does it better than James Bond. That's right. And All Time High is sort of like don't worry, James Bond isn't like waning. <laughs>
1: He's at an all-time high. Now, forget the fact that the original Bond is coming back in the same year in a movie. Yes. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> forget no. that. You can't touch now, I this. do think All Time High is that song is like being like uh, we're at an all time high. Don't go over to the other theater. Yeah. Two screens down. You don't need to.
1: We're at an all time high. Yeah, like, yeah, you're going to get yeah. everything. You're going to get a f- total fill up here. Don't worry about <laughs> it. This is full service. You're not going to get the music over there.
3: Speaking of Philip, the uh, caretaker from The Shining, is his name Philip or is the actor named Philip?
1: The, oh, he's at the,
0: the Temple of Doom table.
3: He's at the Temple of Doom table, which I didn't realize oh. until I rewatched Temple of Doom in the last... The,
1: the, you mean the British uh, soldier, the sergeant? Yeah, yeah the yeah. British yeah. Empire I, yeah, guy. And yeah. guys,
3: we'll get into this when we do the Indiana oh, Jonesy yeah. e podcast. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about how he was the shining caretaker. <laughs> but it is like, uh, when you watch that, uh, I was watching Little Shop of Horrors yeah. last night, and uh, one of the bums in the street, who's like during the Skid Row is like uh, 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 the Maroon Cartoons guy from Who Framed oh. Roger Rabbit. And oh. I went, he literally went from the guy in the gutter to the head of a cartoon studio?
2: <laughs> the,
1: guy, <laughs> the guy in Shining that kind of interviews him at the Overlook Hotel is the, the first James Bond as well, Barry Nelson, from the wow. Casino Royale teleplay. That's... Wow. You know, My head just exploded. That yeah. is cool. Yeah, he died not too long ago. Good. <laughs> he had it coming.
0: <laughs> Plaid suit getting... Is he not? No. I always end up forgetting the plot of Ra- Roger Rabbit mm-hmm. with the maroon head studio head. There's photographs of him with Jessica Rabbit. Oh, I messed that up. It is maroon.
3: That's RK Maroon. Right. Who's the and, actor? and the the president, he's the bald headed fella, and then the the guy who's like the sort of sleazy president of the studio is.
0: Um, sort They're of- both. They both are. They both wash together for me. And oh yeah, I recently rewatched Roger Rabbit, having not seen it probably since the early nineties, just to go like okay. This is this is a cinematic achievement. Yeah, they got all these franchises together. It's yep. the first sort of like, it's Prosper the first movie. instance yeah. of yeah. like Absolute Marvel marketing. saying yes to Fox and like, <laughs> yeah. let's do Spider Man. We're gonna do it. Yeah. Um. And uh, and I watched it and I was just like, so ver- I was weirdly confused by the plot of yeah. the movie. I was like, wait. It's like a James Bond movie. I was like, "Do I trust Jessica Rabbit? Is she no good?" Is, yeah. <laughs>
3: well, the uh, I mean the and you know when you watch a spy movie, it is the plots are so confusing. And I was just listening to you guys talk about it. Is there any James Bond movie that has like a, a very clear plot? Very
0: clear plot. You were saying from Russia with uh, from Russia with love. Um, it's clear, but there's also the secret story. Yeah, do you know
3: Doctor I mean? No is
1: as as clear as, it gets. as, he yet, as right? it gets.
3: But the uh, Indiana Jones movies, I feel like, do have a fairly clear, and and yes. I chalk that more up to Spielberg. Just he's a, a guy who wants people to be like on the same track. Yeah, you know, like you know what the story is, so it never. I, I mean, I remember when I saw the first. Mission Impossible movie in the theater.
0: And oh, was like, my God. What yeah. is happening? I know. Oh, my I God. I love Brian De Palma the so much. The fucking knocklist. And...
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Did he I... ever get that knock list? <laughs> I don't know. This but I do I'd know it was to... on a CD-ROM. <laughs> I would love to see
1: a Spielberg Bond, because it would be so straightforward and all probably good character, little set pieces and stuff.
0: Yeah, Sure. I, yeah, I agree. I, I'm curious what a... Do they know who's going to do five if, if it's going to be... The Indiana Jones? Yeah, if it's going to be
1: Spielberg-Lucas. It, it is. And it's not yeah. Lucas. It's Spielberg. But Steven Spielberg oh, no, said George Kathleen. Lucas will have
3: some involvement. Oh. I read some quote that was like, to do an Indiana Jones movie without George Lucas is crazy. I think and that's I, true. And I, I see that. And I also thought it was kind of like, um, if a guy went back to his college <laughs> for like a reunion... Like I'm not gonna go without my like,
1: yeah. my frat buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like it'd just be weird. I can't go without the stink. Everybody loves the stink.
0: <laughs> I'm Gator. Gator's gotta bring stink. Gator and the yeah. stink. Yeah. Hey, uh, Gator, where's stink at? <laughs> I haven't seen you guys not together in years. But
1: well, don't seen... you remember last reunion? He really screwed everything up.
0: <laughs> I
3: was rereading. uh Just you no. Know like anybody does who go- goes on a podcast. You just read Wikipedia pages. Sure, of sure. But uh, I read that the third Indiana Jones movie was supposed to be about trying to figure out uh, Find the Fountain of Youth. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want... It's not going to happen because I'm a dummy and people at Hollyweird are smarter than me. <laughs> but I was like, oh, what if that was part five? You're watching a guy, Indiana Jones, everybody's like, thing in their mind is sort of like, is he too old? To be Indiana Jones is here. Oh, year. yeah. What if the MacGuffin was the Fountain of Youth?
1: Let's let's do that. In fact, we can use that it. as our, our way to kind of like close this out. Talk about what the next indie movie Please should be. Please promise me That's we'll good.
3: come back and talk Indiana Jones more. We will. Uh, on oh, the way here, 100%. I was like, oh, my God, I get to talk about
0: Indiana Jones for... I know, think
1: we yeah. should just tackle the movies individually yes, from here. Yeah, yeah. I honestly
0: think we didn't. that we should just boom, 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 boom. I wonder when we should do it. What's your production? When are you guys going back with love? What is your production uh, schedule? In a couple months. Okay, so you have time.
3: Yeah, I mean, I have a month-old daughter. Right. That's true. (laughs) No, I was not used. (laughs) It's funny. Like I've thought about you know, you're like, oh, your father's hand down to their sons these movies, and we were watching uh, an old movie, my wife and I. I think it was like it might have been a James Bond movie. And she was like, are you going to make her daughter watch this? Like, like, no. Whatever she wants to watch, I... I, No, you are. I'm going to make you force her to. Uh,
0: It would be funny, though, if the fifth Indiana Jones movie was amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Then it would be the inverse Paramount Curse, where the odd number ones are great. Yeah.
1: I think it has a potential to be really good, because I... I do think is, and I, I'm not someone that likes to bash Lucas, but they he kill was him. I
0: guarantee se- you they kill him.
1: Maybe uh, I don't know, but it or seems he that he has some was,
3: ability to like. We know it's like ET going on a spaceship. It's like <laughs> yeah, he's going away, but he's going to live forever. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm oh, sorry, Lucas were
1: was obsessed with the idea of Martians. Like the first title was. Indiana Jones and the saucer men from Mars. And he really, and I got that. Like I liked that. That was the sci-fi thing of the fifties. And he would have like, they were in the fifties at this point, but it didn't work. Well,
3: and from what I can gather, you know, just, it it did seem like, uh, it was a collaboration where you're having to make concessions to the person who created. And I'd like to think if George Lucas maybe had 10% yeah. Of the control, uh, uh, cooler heads would prevail, right? And like you, you'd get maybe, uh, you know, I do think Steven Spielberg probably has more of his wits than George Lucas. I does. think so, and so if, I think he'll take less
0: chances than Lucas.
1: Hmm. So let's okay. take a look yeah, at what yeah, year yeah, this yeah. would be. So what year was last uh, Crystal Skull? What that came 50? out.
3: It's, it's a, but when is it seven, maybe? Yeah. It's late fifties and oh, it I came know, out, right? what? I know. I thought this question, which is like, are we going to see him at like Woodstock?
1: I know it's going to yeah. be, it's definitely going to be in the sixties. Yeah. And so the Soviets are still the problem. Uh huh. If, if they go that route. Right. Otherwise, what is going on in the sixties that would be interesting enough to yeah, tackle? It's still
0: cold war stuff. right By the way, so, I want everyone to know that Indiana something. Jones and the, and the <laughs> Kingdom Manson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a fun game for this podcast. I would like everyone to now guess the Rotten Tomatoes scores oh. for each of the Indiana Jones films. Hmm. Okay?
3: Okay, okay.
0: Uh, Indiana Jones, so I'm going to start, we'll start with Raiders, obviously. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, what do you think hmm. the meta score is for Rotten Tomatoes? I'll
1: say 93. hmm 97?
0: Closest without going over is Matt Gorley. 94% Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so Temple of Doom. Hmm. What do you think that is? 1984 is Temple of Doom.
1: I'll say 67. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go
0: one below the year it was released. 83. Paul is the winner. It's 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Mm -hmm.
3: Hmm. You know, uh, Pauline Kale right like she loves temple of doom mm-hmm. and she likes it if you read her review she likes it more than raiders because i think for her it was like hey these are b movies this is the ultimate b movie it's yeah. like temple of doom is just like being unabashed and yeah the, lack the camp about. level
0: is through yeah. the roof yeah. and yeah. if that's what you're looking for in yeah. indiana jones movie then that's what you're getting uh, now, Matt, you've gotten to go, uh, first twice, so now Paul's gonna get to go <laughs> okay. first twice. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade came out in 1989. What do you think it's Rotten Tomatoes rating is? I'm gonna say... 91. Mm-hmm. And Matt?
1: Hmm. I'm gonna go for the year it came out, 89.
0: We both have gone over. It, it's 88.
3: Wow, it's wow. only three above Temple of Doom. Yeah.
0: Now... Hmm what do you suppose okay now think about it here we go this is crystal skull we are looking for the rotten tomatoes rating of crystal skull came out in 2008 you guys
3: know josh vadem yes hilarious comedian he told me he saw crystal skull in the theater and he was so nervous about it being good he got a bunch of snacks and ate them all, like, out of nervousness. And he ate so much, he got drowsy and fell asleep in the first 15 minutes. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. like, ah! has, has he seen it since? Like, your, your old biology was like, I'm gonna persu- uh, to save uh, you from I remember this it so vividly. Yeah. I remember
0: standing in line at the Grove waiting to get into that fucking movie.
3: Uh, yeah, and then meanwhile, like, Iron Man. Yeah. It's like, this awesome movie, yeah, and right. then you go and see Indiana Jones. Mm. Uh, okay. Um... I'm going to say 78.
0: Okay. And Matt
3: Corley, your guess.
0: I'll say 82. 77%, which is, wow. I want to say, 40 points higher than I thought it
1: would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what year did the film come out?
0: It came out in 2008. So is the is Indiana Jones 5 supposed to be coming out in 2019? Is that the idea?
1: Is it that soon?
0: Wow. I mean, um, listen, our our, I was, uh, our hero. As long as he's not flying I was planes, a Hollywood
3: insider. I I went and saw the Crystal Skull while I was shooting. Um, uh, I love you Beth Cooper, uh, <laughs> up in Vancouver, and Chris Columbus directed that. So, uh, oh, he wow. he wrote uh, the original part three of Indiana Jones, uh, and I. I I was like, hey, did you see Crystal Skull over the weekend? And he was like, yeah. And we talked about what we liked about it and stuff. And he was like, you know, there's a gag in there with the, um, oh, my God, I can hear the indie fans frothing at this. (laughs) Which is that there's a, um, what's the little blow dart thing? Oh, yeah. A blow dart thing. And and Crystal Skull, he takes it and he blows it back into the person who's going to blow it at him. Yeah. And he was like, that's a gag in a uh, young Sherlock Holmes.
1: That's right, it is.
3: And then I went and rewatched it. Yeah. I was like, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, it oh just my got
1: God. recycled. Oh, will yeah. be damned. So this is 57. And if Indie 5 comes out in 2020, 2020 it'll be 68 12 years. Thir- 12 years? Wait. Yes, twelve years. So that will be 69. 1969. 1969. So, like, oh, make oh it around God.
0: the make it around the
3: moon landing. Indiana Jones at Altamont. Oh, Take that, you Hell's
1: Angels. <laughs> it's Altamont, it's Woodstock, it's the moon, moon landing.
2: landing.
1: Oh,
3: when is a uh, this has no chance of is, being what good? What is the the post? The the next what? Spielberg movie? What what era does that? That's seventies. 70s. 70s.
0: Yeah. You think so, he's going to stick around the 70s?
3: Yeah, he can just reuse some of the, the cars.
1: For he this. should, you know what? In this movie, Indy should go see On Her Majesty's Secret Service.
3: <laughs> go, huh.
1: huh. Maybe they shouldn't replace the actor for <laughs> Indiana Jones. Uh, so 69, what is it going to be? It's a movie Vietnam. anything
3: is interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of like what... Space secrets. I like a space, but it was has there to there any... Mythical. ...part of the Earth... That was not touched by, I mean, no, I'm in What if
1: it's like an Arctic thing or something like uh-huh. that? That would be kind of interesting. He he's never really unleashes cl- the thing. Yeah, it's just when
3: you guys were talking about wanting to see uh, Timothy Dalton in snow, I was like, I haven't seen Indiana Jones in snow. Yeah, he's
1: briefly in Temple That's of Doom. That's it, right?
3: Right, in the just snow. Just in the raft, comes. yeah.
1: But yeah. you're right. That would be great.
3: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I know we've done some Temple of Doom bashing here, <laughs> but the. Uh, the first twenty minutes, of Temple of Doom.
1: It can't be beat. Oh, it's, it's so good! The best, and man. the boldness of starting that off with a musical number, yeah. especially a coming on the heels of Raiders, going like <laughs> the boldness. I think it is no, bold. If, it's, if you, you expect... when you
3: went and you bought your ticket and you saw, I saw Raiders, and three years from now I'm going to watch somebody singing uh,
1: a Cole Porter song yeah, yeah, yeah. in
3: Cantonese. <laughs> I, I went and saw it at uh, the New Beverly. They they had like a Saturday night, uh, night in Temple of Doom and it was really cool like watching people with their kids and, and watching it and um, but I had the same experience anytime I watched the movie, which is like I love the first twenty minutes. And I later found out that there's a when they go on their trek between the the village to the like the palace. Yeah. Uh huh. I think there was supposed to be an action sequence in there. It where, would like, makes sense. Yeah. And when you watch the movie it is pretty deadly, like the uh, and not in a good way. Like it, like as a somebody in the audience,
1: what was supposed to be there? Do you know what?
3: It's like he um, gets attacked. I think they sort of used it and reused it in Crystal Skull, where he gets attacked. But there's a joke about he has to use a snake to get out of a oh. a bind. And I think like when they're um, they reshot it or something, I don't know. But it was like the scene where him and Short Round are playing cards, which I like because he gets yeah. some nice... Yeah. like. But uh, I think that was where the action sequence was supposed to happen. And when you watch it, you do kind of go like, from the moment they get to the village yeah. to up until the uh, the, little spike the fight room. in the palace. Oh, right, yeah, that. With the, yeah. the ceiling fan getting around the guy's neck and, yeah. and hanging him, there's really no action sequence. Right. And I say this like um uh, I feel like I can criticize Temple of Doom because Steven Spielberg says he doesn't like the movie and yeah. it's his least favorite Indiana Jones and my fear of like uh oh god I would love to be in a Steven Spielberg movie. I can't be on record every I know, day. I know Jarek Rohde had a such a hilarious <laughs> joke once where he wanted to make a joke about Oasis and he was like I say this with fear of my fantasy has always been befriending one of the Gallagher brothers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you're always like trepidatious about like I don't wanna say something negative. But like yeah. I uh, Temple of Doom, something happens in those twenty five minutes where mm-hmm. you like, oh man, I would love for a a boulder to start chasing them <laughs> or something or a, a leopard to jump out of the jungle. <laughs> um but uh 69. there's a lot to unpack. And Tumble of Doom, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Raiders, there's a
1: ton, so much to unpack. I actually, in this if we we're going to do this, I actually really do look forward to getting to Crystal Skull and talking about that. I, just, yeah, uh, I think we be,
0: should make the uh, sweeping statement now that the Indiana Jones movies. I think we're we're just going to do it in order. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. I, I think that makes in order of, of release, release, release not, order. Order. not prequel, chronolo-
3: not timeline order. That I, hurts my head. I, I'm curious what your guys is. Uh, point of view from a certain point of view about this is like my feeling is that prequels should be watched in the
0: order in which they were chronological or rather like i know some people are like
3: oh when i show my kids star wars i'm gonna start with episode one and it's like no they were built in order for you to like go back and fill in the gaps yeah what idiot
1: I know. What monster What moron
3: <laughs> sits down their kid and shows us and you're like, oh, so this person this little boy ends up becoming yeah. evil.
1: It's like taking a f- editing any movie that has a flashback sequence in yeah. it and putting that first.
0: So wait, so yeah, if you Paul, did that with Citizen clear, Kane, that it was like be clear, you it starts with him in a snowy cabin. <laughs> you support watching it in the order that they were made. Yes. Not in the order in which they're supposed to take place. Yeah. And I
3: stand by that from that okay. to Fire Walk With Me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Okay. Oh, we'll get
3: I'll there. How do you guys gonna... feel? I brought this up as, to get your opinions. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, I definitely even Even though order. I
3: shamed everybody who felt the <laughs> differently.
1: Definitely release order. Yeah. So are we doing these between Bond movies, or yes. do we want to do a special A special series? run?
0: Oh, you mean like a special side series?
3: I think we should. If I was a James Bond fan and I'm tuning in each each week, I'd get sick of my voice of talking my
0: name. So you guys should do James Bond. Do what you want. No, we'll do James Bond, and we'll do we'll flip it. We we don't we have a dead spot between these movies mm. every, every, every every other, other week there's yeah.
3: 24 movies, there's 52 weeks Yeah, yeah. right, so you yeah. need
0: something we gotta fill it, we so. always talked about filling it with other movies anyway, and I think that an Indiana Jones situation could be could be very good
3: well just bring me back whenever you guys want to well yeah. we'll
1: do Moonraker and then we'll do these Bond movies as we can, as we go along I think that sounds yeah. like a blast yes, yeah. it, yes really it does fun. sound like a blast and we solved a lot of problems tonight
0: I uh, I just am blown away by the 77% Rotten Tomato score of what do Indiana you call, Jones.
1: What do you call the next movie if it's in 1969? Indiana Jones and the...
3: The hippie man? <laughs> uh, I don't know what... Uh,
0: Indiana Jones. So it's, let's see, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
3: And I, from what I gathered, there's no... Even a
1: whiff of LaBeouf. Not even a no, shy whiff. Yeah, that's okay. So um, that
0: could be recast so as about? a as a Pratt Pratt. Oh. You know, the thing I
3: like about the um um Crystal Skull, there is a moment where uh they they get out of some crazy situation and Shia LaBeouf turns to Harrison Ford and kinda of like laughs cockily like, We got out of there. And Harrison Ford is oh, yeah. sort of an admonishing Scals like and it's a uh, like a nice echo in last crusade yes, yeah. Yeah. when he does that when he shoves the thing yeah. in the guy's tire and then yeah. he looks at that's just one uh what's the gorly oh uh, the gloss gloss yeah that's right
1: yeah that's a reloft um i
3: do feel like oh, God. i'm having a, uh, a a sort of i feel a sweaty desperation like somebody at the end of a first date <laughs> being like So, uh, there's a nice restaurant down the street that maybe next week we could go to. See, now I'm
1: hearing this literally. I say we podcast from this restaurant. (laughs) Cindy's Diner there in Eagle Rock.
0: Way on board. Um, We'll have to wait till that Encounters restaurant reopens at LAX. (laughs) What's that? (laughs) That's that tower. It's the, you know, the thing in the middle of LAX. It's a restaurant (laughs) originally designed by Walt Disney Imagineers. You're welcome.
1: The indie Seriously? movies yeah. suffer yeah. from accumulating too many sidekicks as the movies go along. No, no I it's you don't think much the way what, that I the think ent- Jones movies? Yeah, or? Crystal Skull has way too many sidekicks.
0: Oh, you're saying uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I thought you were just talking about the accumulation of like of like short round and, and no, Sala not over time, and, but like uh-huh.
1: I mean you really do. You just basically have Salah, maybe Marcus in the first one. Then you've got short round. I guess that's really your only one, but that's a strong side kick. Yeah. I mean, and literally have- he's at his side kicking the whole time. Um, <laughs> and then you have Marcus then, again. Then you got Marcus, Sala, essentially his dad. dad. And then you've got Oxley, his kid, Marion, Mac. Ugh. Is that it?
0: No, Mac double-crossed too many times to be on that list. Well, he
1: comes and goes as a sidekick. He's certainly flirting. But with But it, it
3: feels like a um, a lack of confidence in the most yeah. charismatic movie star in the world, living movie star in the world, I know. Harrison Ford. What's he need sidekicks I for? Know. I could just watch Harrison Ford. But it is around like a you know. Think about this. Disney guys. World. I want, you to, I want <laughs> you to think about this. Harrison. Say Ford. hello to
0: Figment. Last time he played Indiana Jones, he was fifty-eight years old. He will now be 70 years old when this movie comes out.
3: Is he the age of our
0: current president?
1: I guess he is, I know you right? guys don't
3: get political in here.
0: Right? <laughs> it's all we do.
3: But I'd love to imagine <laughs> oh Indiana my God. Jones and a sidekick, Donald Trump, <laughs> getting into misadventures.
1: <laughs> but, but 1969 Donald Trump, who's like just in his prime...
0: You oh know. hunk, he just walking hey! I just got a million dollars from my dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna build myself up from nothing. <laughs> Maybe that's what it'll be—some sort of revisionist history
3: where yeah. Henry Jones goes into Manhattan and. Uh...
0: I wish they didn't kill him. Who? But Henry Jones. Henry. Oh. Um, Sean Connery, Henry Jones. I wish they didn't kill him oh, off. Oh, in and the... Crystal Skull, he's yeah. Dead. yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: That's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, you have all those, which is
3: weird. Because do you think Sean Connery was in the audience?
0: I was like, hey, I
1: know. <laughs>
0: like <laughs> I would have done it. And I think he would have done it. Uh, you think? Maybe. I bet if he would have done the script. Some little, he was like, no. I mean, some that's little the, cameo.
3: Maybe. God, can you believe we didn't even mention that this whole time? <laughs> the whole time that's the connective right tissue between these Sean I Connery.
0: We are so stupid. <laughs> what? A, yeah. We are the jullies. stupidest three people <laughs> on the planet we shouldn't even be allowed to drive
3: what uh, if how the next indiana jones home? movie somehow finds a way to get all the bond actors oh, together that would oh, be great yes it's i mean it's an
0: inevitability we know that <laughs> they'll all appear god i wish they did that retirement home for skyfall and then never released it how much of a reality
3: was that i mean what's, uh, I think have it you was guys a, seen an internal memo degrees of, of
0: reality
1: mm-hmm. I read uh, one article where it seemed like it was on the table for a bit, but it, it, I get the feeling like when they sat down to go, should we, we shouldn't. Kind of like the opposite of what they did with the atom bomb. But like I say like just last... Just <laughs> because we could doesn't mean we should.
0: But I, like I said last week, it does really... It reads and, and plays like a script that was written to that end game. Mm-hmm. It and, does. And, they, and then they just took a left turn...
1: It does, but it's still, I've said this before, but it feels like something that should be performed at the Academy Awards, like a, a sketch for the yeah. Academy Awards or something that's, like opens with Billy comes. Crystal bringing them all back together. Yeah.
0: As, I, uh, I'd also uh, chalk it up to... As Sammy uh, Davis Jr.
3: Uh, <laughs> I know Eon is a sort of um, notoriously cheap. Mm. That had, would have to be... Mm. A, a well, large chunk of the budget. Is I think like, that
0: cheapness goes away immediately now when you're looking at the fact that Daniel Craig might have gotten yeah. north of north of 50 to be in this next one. Well, it makes mm. me so happy.
3: I, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it Like when there were uh, all the, the tales that he wasn't going to come back, it, it made me so
1: sad. <laughs> and now Waltz is not back as Blofeld. I don't think we apparently. ever bought it. You don't bought what? That I don't he, think you and no. I ever
0: thought he was not coming back.
1: Not necessarily. Yeah, but what
0: do you think I, yes, about Blofeld I know. not
3: coming back? when I was reading back? that, I was like, oh, it's like how uh, I love Howard Stern. Yeah. And Howard Stern goes, "I'm not. I might not come back." Yeah. I'm like, oh, we all love we you. We sign another, another five
0: year deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but uh, the, was the uh, the Christoph Waltz stuff surprised me? Yeah, I, yeah. I know that there's a um, there is a, a
0: tradition of, but yeah, it also could just not be a. Blofeld story if and you it also like could done. be that uh, he's not uh,
1: telling uh. the truth because he's kind of screwed oh. with that before didn't he kind of right he's he was lying about being in it and then of course about not being Blofeld because that was part of the
0: deal that's the whole fucking that's the that's I blame Star Trek into darkness for that trend we're like that. where where Benedict Cumberbatch was not Khan, not yeah, Khan, not Khan bad and then he was Khan. And you're like, "Well, just tell us yeah. he's fucking Khan." You don't think that we can get so excited about Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. portraying one of the great villains of the franchise it like It really like, does come down to like your most intimate interpersonal reactions
3: when you're or interactions when you're like, um hey, I know um this truly did not happen. Uh, I think I told you guys before the podcast, before I left here, my wife, I was like, I'm sorry. I, I know her baby was just born four weeks ago. And she was like, I know how much you love this podcast. <laughs> I am so excited for you that you get to go. Because she drives around with me and we listen to the podcast and stuff. Oh, so, that, so, so she knows that magic woman. Yeah. Uh, yes, oh, my God. Yeah. But Hold on. If this was keeper. an alternate universe mm. where like, maybe I didn't... Um, I sort of was like, didn't ever mention for a couple of weeks that I was going to do this. And I was kind of like, hey, you know, maybe I, you know. and then like the half hour right before I leave, I go, hey, I got to go do this podcast. It's like, you know, it's more insulting that you didn't tell me a week ago, and now I'm finding out <laughs> a half hour. That's like how it feels with those, uh, with the fucking Into darkness. Yes. It's yeah. like, yeah. I, I feel, I'm just upset that you betrayed just, yeah. me. Just I tell me the truth, yeah, Movie yeah, yeah, Tell me you're going to go out with your buddies in a week. Don't yeah, yeah, do yeah. this to me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just tell me. It's yeah. not a pleasant surprise.
3: Which I'm really, that's what I'm hoping for most of all, is that we can look into our interpsychologies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're here for nothing if not that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's what Indiana Jones movies and James Bond movies are most about—is like probing the depth of, of the and human condition, at your own, yeah. like yeah, behavior, and uh, they're all about sensitivity. What you truly are, not what your wish fulfillment uh, makes you. Wish. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, guys, thanks you, uh, thank you, thanks you, thanks, thanks you. you, thanks to you, thanks, yous. We thanks you. We are so
1: glad, and we'll do more. Yes, and please season three of love is
3: yeah uh uh sometime uh, early next year the um you know uh, I think most of your listeners are from the financial district, right? It Definitely. will be in the first quarter okay. <laughs> of 2018. My
1: wife and Q1, I Q1 2018, it so much, huh? We weren't even married at the time, and now we are. That's how. That's how much love happened to us. We oh, loved yeah. watching it. So I'm congratulations. When uh,
3: couples watch it together, is it like a thing that brings them together, or is it a thing that like it makes them
0: uh, have fights later? Yeah. Well, yeah. let me just say, you can do better did
3: you too? no way
0: <laughs> uh, The uh, it's should we end this by saying Indiana Jonesing will return with?
1: Yes. but we need another Indiana Jonesing well you know
3: Raiders of the Lost Ark when it came out on video it was like 83 or 84 and on the bottom of the cover of the video it says Indiana Jones will return or something in Temple really? of Doom and it because they knew It was coming out They
0: did it on Thor Thor will return Oh in, really In oh, Avengers in, in Ragnarok Infinite Infinite wow. What is it called What oh, is this new one called Infinite Jest <laughs> Didn't,
3: Wasn't the latest Marvel movie a adaptation of <laughs> They finally got, got it Malibu. Why don't they Minus Minus do that they The
1: Confederacy like, of Dunces They finally got it done They figured it out They made it Thor <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Indiana Jones.
0: will return with Raiders of the Lost yes. Ark. All right. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hi, I'm Lauren Lapkus. And
0: I'm John Gabris, And we
3: have a new podcast, Raised by TV, where we're revisiting all of our old favorite TV shows from the 80s and
0: 90s. We're talking Full House, Saved by the Bell, Ren and Stimpy, The Real World, Singled Out, all the crap you could imagine.
3: And we'll sing our favorite
0: theme songs. Unfortunately. And we'll
3: me, eat really unhealthy snacks and basically relive our childhoods.
0: Check out Raised by TV right now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Or if this is my mom listening, give up. <laughs>